Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? And welcome back to the Saturday Night Freak Show. Show, show, show. Every Saturday, the Saturday Night Freak Show happens, whether you like it or not. I'm Colin, I'm your host, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet radio superstars, including... This is Brett. Tom. Sean. Travis. 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 <laughs> and tonight we watched Tom's movie pick. Yeah. Which was what? Flash. Ah! The classic. Bum, 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 <laughs> the savior of the universe. The one and only. Yeah. Flash From Gordon. 1980. From 1980. Flash Gordon. Yeah. I, uh, to, to be perfectly honest, I've, I've never seen it. Always wanted to. And so Travis was kind enough to provide a. He owns it, so he was providing enough to provide us with the Blu-ray. So we watched Flash Gordon on Blu-ray disc. On Blu-ray. Now, how old is everybody? Like I saw this movie when I was shit, like thirteen, like fourteen. <laughs> this was like one of those it's movies. Like sperm? Yeah. Are, you, are you shit before sperm? No, we're I don't well. Know that goes, yeah. Shit no, sperm, you're shit the older you are. Like as soon as you start working for your own, you get on your own. That's when you're shit. Okay. You know? Become maggots. And no, that's only when you join the army. Oh, there you go. Anyway, right. Bored, right. You start becoming ants. So yeah, I saw this movie. I've been watching this movie my whole life. I'm. So, I get shocked whenever I'm like, you haven't seen Flash Gordon? I remember seeing. This is one of those like. You remember MCA Home Video? Well, yeah. Okay. I do. All right, then. Side back on MCA home videotape. Maybe now I'll understand Ted. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's, that's the whole thing now. Maybe now I'm going to go back and watch Ted. I I got to actually go back and watch Ted. Maybe I'll get it now. I did see a two-pack at Walmart. They sold Ted and Flash Gordon as a two-pack. Yeah, really? Well, because I've I've seen Ted. You haven't seen Ted? No, I haven't seen Ted. Really? No. Jesus, I told you you don't like funny movies. If you liked funny movies, you would have seen Ted by now. I saw Shaun of the Dead. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's one of the funniest. <laughs> as close as he got. So, yeah, I mean, and yeah, I Ted in a big way. Repeatedly. I mean, well, uh, Seth MacFarlane's always had Flash Gordon references in Family Guy. Yeah, He's always had, like, Voltan be like, now my Hawkman die! Yeah, I've always, always like, had. actually, like, I, you know, like... I've I've watched probably almost every episode of Family Guy, so like now, like as I oh now you're gonna laugh your ass off as I was watching it because like there's a scene in which like you know the Hawkmen show up and like there's a scene in which like you know like I wonder what God's doing and they show picture of God he's flying through the galaxy yeah (laughs) on the so does uh Peter do you guys want some background on the comic? Yeah, I'm curious of where, Flash Gordon. where does Flash Gordon yeah. character come from? All right, he was created by Alex Raymond in 1934. He is a direct response to like, hey, this Buck Rogers guy's doing like gangbusters. You know, <laughs> let's uh, let's get another one of those guys. So they came up with Flash Gordon. Alex Raymond did. It lasted. Uh, I mean, uh, he his original run lasted for ten years, and like Alex Raymond. I mean, Flash Gordon. I mean, not only is it one of the most classic strips of all time but like this guy it is cited as being like one of the influences of all, 
all science, all American science fiction. You but, know, so Buck Rogers, even though he was there first, doesn't get that. It just started. It's, it started the ball rolling. You know, it's almost like the Superman to Batman now. Batman is more popular than Superman now, but Superman started it all, right? Mm-hmm. Superman started the superhero. Without Superman, you got shit. You know, so without Buck Rogers, Buck Rogers really started the whole like what they called back in the third or the thirties. Scientification. It wasn't sci-fi. It was called scientification, <laughs> and uh, so that just started the popularity. The idea of a dude waking up, uh, Buck Rogers. The idea of a, a guy waking up 500 years in the future and how things have changed, whatever. So it just got the ball rolling. I'm like, we need more strip. As soon as something gets, you know, sells, they're like, we need more like that. And uh, the idea that people had come back from World War One, so they want stories that are dealing with people exploring strange lands, right? Because you're a farmer, you know, your you whole are. family have been farmers since the 1800s, <laughs> but you're the first dude to go, like, fight fucking, you know, Jerry's or whatever the hell over and for, you know, uh, there was a popular song at the time that had the phrase, Scene Perry, and that was like, at the time, that was like the, the say, Scene Perry, you know, you fucking, you can't go back to the small farm when you've, you've been fighting halfway around the world, seeing shit, whatever, so, just so the fantasy wanted to tend more towards that, go mm-hmm. towards more exploring strange new worlds. Well, that, you and, see that in like all the popular culture of the time, I mean, that's, you know, King Kong comes from that, and like, you know exactly yeah and then going out and finding and discovering the mummy you know all that stuff when they started making uh when like columbia and all those guys started doing the chapter serials flash gordon so this is like had in, like in a, the 20s no in the f- 34 34 was the start of the comic okay i cannot recall the first chapter serial it probably wasn't long after 34 those things usually go like it's a hat make a movie you know yeah but the chapter serial is like what really, I mean, just solidified Flash Gordon in the mind of, because I mean, well, Buster Crab, mm-hmm. who he would go Flash, on, yeah. I mean, he would also go on to play Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, who else did he play? He played, uh, I can't remember the other like big iconic like 19, like 30s. What like, was he, New York Jets? Or what? No, 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 no. Because the original, original Flash Gordon, 1934. Flash Gordon was a polo player. He didn't play football. He was a polo player just for more of the, you know, and Dale Arden wasn't allowed to talk unless spoken to. <laughs> no. But uh, so, so yeah, so so, so, so well, Flash Kevin, Gordon's always been a staple of, of, I mean, just the movie, I mean, science fiction in movies, let alone science fiction in comic books, science fiction in movies was almost started with, with Flash Gordon, uh, just with the popularity of the chapter serials, and then... Uh, with what uh, George Lucas has always cited as Flash Gordon to be his inspiration for Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing a documentary when they were doing The Phantom Menace where he was trying to get a sound for like a, a view screen to sound just like the sound from a Flash Gordon chapter serial. I mean, those are the you know the things that inspired Star Wars. I think he's like oh. said like going to see those chapter serials. You know, he wanted to do something. George like Lucas that. is like the Quentin Tarantino of the chapter serial. Like George, like Quentin Tarantino does Grindhouse. George Lucas did did the the yeah. pulp because Indiana Indiana Jones, Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. not Howard the Duck. 
No, no, no. We so can't then, do that one. boom, 1980. You know, fucking Superman just got made. You know, and they're Star like, Star Wars is already. We can now. make movies about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Star Wars for sure. I'm sure Star Wars had more to do with it than Superman. Yeah, because it's like your fantasy, fantasy, big budget, colorful fantasy films. Right. I always figured Superman, just because they would be like, Probably. what? That's a comic strip. You don't yeah. make movies of that. And then Superman's like, that proves you wrong. You know, <laughs> yeah. look at this fucking brilliant piece of work. Right? So, but no, it probably was the Star Wars. Just like, we need more Star Wars. So in a weird, like, uh, what's the snake eating its own tail? Ouroboros. Uh, yeah. But, see, <laughs> like, what, but now I'm thinking about it because Dino De Laurentiis, I saw the Italian producer. He was the producer yeah. on this. Like, did a he lot also of did, comic uh, books. Yeah, right? Barbara, uh, Danger Di- Diabolic. Conan. And then, well, that came at, it was at Conan. I want to say it was 82. Conan, Red Sony 85. So, I mean, like, he, like, knew, you know, comic books. You know, there's something in those comic books. Well, I'm sure because, well, America, we're, like, the last people to really accept comic books as a medium, you know. The rest of the world, you know, they're practically, they've got artists in the field of the comics media. I mean, comic books is just, I mean, comic books is, like, our first form of experience expressing it you know before yeah. we had letters you had high you pictures, know pictures yeah. you know that's the first form of storytelling so in 1980 we 1980 flash, flash. so this is like a relatively like big budget kind of movie i mean yeah. it, you know relatively, usually yeah. like dino de Laurentiis stuff you know i'm thinking about like once he got in league with stephen king and was cranking out like a stephen king movie like two or three times a summer back in the 80s that's what i know dino de Laurentiis from which ones did he do Ah, oh, Jesus. I mean, what? Firestarter, Cat's Eye, Maximum Overdrive. I mean, it was yeah, like everything that pretty much came out that was Stephen King. Like, that was Dino De Laurentiis was putting the money up. He did it. so much. I mean, because he even, like, produced the original Transformers, the movie. I mean, Dino De I mean. Yeah, all the Conans were his. Everything and, that was, yeah. like, fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> it really was. I mean, whether the movie was good or not is questionable. Yeah. But if he there was a fucking studio. awesome idea, he's like, I'll pay for it. At one point, he bought, I can't remember who built the studio. Maybe he did in Rome called Cine City. It was a. It was a you know a city that was a movie studio in Rome, and then when he sold it years later, moved out of it, whatever. Charles Band bought it. Oh yeah. In oh the, no shit. In the mid eighties. Yeah, it took it over. That's for, where they made like subspecies and Reanimator. Oh wow. And, I don't subspecies. I think was made in, in like Europe somewhere in the wilds of Europe, but like Reanimator and From Beyond and you know those that era like eighty five eighty six. Wow. Charles Band owned the owned the studio. Damn. Yeah. Should have let that go. Yeah. <laughs> Could have made more crap. So is this yeah. the first live-action incarnation of Flash Gordon? No, well, the chapter, chapter serial. But I guess, I mean, four. it's hard to, I mean, it was kind of a movie. I mean, that was television, I guess, at the time, chapter serials. Well, I mean, they were in, in theaters. Yeah, they were in theaters, yeah, but, but they were the broken episodic, up, yeah. broken Come up, and they're usually Saturday, 12 or 13, 14 and, chapters. Yeah, and see the exciting continuing of Flash Is Gordon. Is Sam Jones the most famous... Portrayer of uh, no, Sam Jones Buster is Crab. famous. Yeah, Sam Jones is not famous. <laughs> well, no, that's what, what, I'm, that's what I'm asking. He was a, he was a joke <laughs> in Ted. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, is he? Is he's, he a, he's a washed up actor. Is he famous enough where that 
joke should mean something in Ted. Like, no, if you have just like, just like, thank you, David Hasselhoff in uh, Dodgeball. It's just like funny to point at like a washed up actor from the seventies and eighties and be like, we knew you. Yeah, this is a joke now. For I thought Sam Jones was great in The Highway Man. Anyone? I've never even seen it. You described it. Invisible. Did ever ever play He Man? His hair is like so. I know, right? right? You look at it. Dolph Lundgren's the only He Man. How dare you, sir? You know, while I was watching that, uh, some of the palace scenes where they would go in and there's like you know a bunch of you know pageantry on either side. Like I was like, this could be like a Masters of the Universe movie. And then for some reason, the guy who played the lead Hawkman, what's his name? Not the Uh, actor. The Voltan. Voltan. Like, I was sitting there going, like, he could be, like, man in arms. What? Like, that's what, just what it felt like to me. It was You'd like, this was, arms. like, He-Man, like a pro. Voltan's a great, I mean, that actor who plays That's because it's you. Fucking great. That guy's you. Brian Bless. It's you with wings. <laughs> Brian, Brian That's what you Bless. aspire to be, I can tell. What else is he <laughs> He was in, he was the king who tries to sleep with the other king's wife in Excalibur. I think he's the one who gets the whole ball rolling at the beginning of that. Hmm. Uh, movie, and he was. Uh, I remember he was Robin Hood's dad in Prince of Thieves with Kevin wow. Costner. Oh, that's right. He's only in the beginning scene yeah. when he rides out. And uh, I don't know why I remember that. That's actually that is pretty really crazy. I obscure mean, trivia. That is like literally like fifteen <laughs> seconds of film, right? Yeah. All it is is he he like writes a letter, stamps it. Yeah. He rides puts up, on like his sword or whatever. And, yeah. He rides out there. The then the yeah, the sheriff and the, the sheriff and the circle of dudes are all they, yeah. They kick his ass. And they, they kill him and mm. then, uh, that's not it. To even what they yeah. took. Yeah. Yeah. I remember he was an extra in the background of that one movie. <laughs> that crowd, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So this was written by uh, I don't know the guy's Lorenzo Semple Jr. He. His he wrote most of the Adam West Batman television series. Really? Oh. Yes, wow. and that sense. is like the vein of Makes what sense. they were going with this movie. Is they're thinking Feels like it because just like you know because I mean even though Superman was a hit, superhero movies is still like oh, we got to play this tongue in cheek, right? It's for the kids, right? You know camp. they're still making things exactly camp. You know, oh, yeah. There's there's so much camp. Oh, this movie's so camp because it's almost like a set. It's it's one of those movies that teeters on being seventies eighties. It's like so like. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> it's got some bad special effects mixed with some okay special sure. effects. Uh, we saw it's some bad the, dialogue after the freak show oh, wrap last week. We watched yeah. a movie called Star Crash, oh. which, which we can't even start going into this oh, right I, now, can we? I mean, I like when it tilts more Crash. that way. Like, give me some Star Crash, right? I'm Star saying Crash. for comparison's sake, you know, because you're saying it's got some bad special effects. We saw a movie that's got some, uh, you know, because Star Crash is a super low-budget science fiction film from about the same period of time. And the special effects of that are so bad. This, in Flash Gordon, (laughs) is not quite Star Wars. I would have to see a remastered Star Crash. It is on Blu-ray. It is. I saw that. We joked about it not being on Blu-ray, but it is on Blu-ray. Somebody restored Star Crash. I I don't know. I bet even some of those... Because, like, okay, my biggest problem, like, with this movie... I just want to see if there's commentary to Star Crash. Uh, There is, I think, yeah. In this movie, they film the spaceships... Almost like 2001 Space Odyssey, like being really slow and dramatic was like the best way to go about yeah. it. Where well, I think in Star like Crash, that. having the fast like zoom, zoom, yeah. I mean, that's fucking at least that's something. Star Wars. That's Star Wars and that's Battlestar Galactica, the original Yeah. Show. But this has like, 
there's still like you can tell whatever the lens that they're shooting these uh, models with. You know, you can still tell that the you know the their right. scale doesn't look like like in Star Wars. Those ships look like that looks like a sh- giant huge. ship, right? Yeah. But in both this and Star Crash, they kind of look small. Yeah. They look very small. There's yeah. an early shot in this. <laughs> When they first get lost the, uh, in the rocket, yeah. Well, even the the rocket base, the scientists' hidden lair, or whatever. Right, it's yeah. like you know, it's surrounded by trees, and it's in the middle of this. The, the camera kind of pans over, and I'm like, that's a tiny little bottle. And you know, I mean, so there's a lot of like model work in this that just it looks small. However, yeah. they're shooting it. And then, but that's but other than that, it's like it seems like what they're that's something the Japanese perspective. Okay. So it's it's amazing that in the day and age of models, they didn't like hire outside Japanese work, you know, like you would, right? Well, the Japanese yeah. were coming here because there was a movie called Virus, well, but not to a- fucking make models. <laughs> they need to make model or no, just shoot models. They need special model photographers that are Japanese. Well. Uh, you're talking about like the Godzilla movies and stuff. well yeah fucking yeah Those because that's like what I'm saying hey but dude like seriously you know you can take like a Godzilla model movie and put it up against like anything even from the late 80s and you're like dude Toho wins in the fucking early 70s they still win for better like cities total. just better like uh, like speed cranking of the camera to get like especially when it comes to like water you know because even like Superman the movie has some uh, special effect water shit that just like ah, it's supposed to be huge in scale but it don't pan out because it's just not it's like moving too fast where those Toho dudes would have like oh no problem <laughs> no problem what you want big crab I do that. We destroy our we city, big no crab. problem. Then we so, eat the crab. So yeah, this movie's definitely like tongue in cheek. I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it jokes with itself. It well, it's funny because like nobody itself. seems to be in on it except for Flash. Flash is like the character who stands around going like, eh, figures it'd be something like this, right. <laughs> you know? Like right, you and your weird world. And the other thing, it like kind of gave me the impression while watching it, like visually, like this maybe would be a good double feature with something like, say, Big Trouble in Little China or something like that. It almost has like a similar plot in some ways, part of it, with the guy who's going to marry the, whatever, the bad guy. Oh, that's just, but that's just like the, isn't it just like the fantasy plot, right? I mean, isn't that why like... Every princess gets stolen. I mean, that's like yeah, just maybe. the thing you do. The you're like, is in another castle. I mean, when you yeah. kidnap a pretty woman, it's just like, <laughs> Here's I'm going to make her marry me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and rule this shit. <laughs> that's what you do to hot women. You kill the traitors, marry the hot women. There you go. I mean, that's how you over. Yeah, that's how you like breed out a society, right? I mean, that is how you conquer society. You do kill the men and children. Breed with the women. That way, your DNA <laughs> and the Earth women are always better than all the other spaces. Fuck yeah! Sure. I mean, so this, yeah, this movie, this movie is like awesome because it it starts off with you know like the Actually, op- opening credits is like the like the comics, so it's showing like you know, oh, the images of the like comics. Neon comics, it's dude. Very. And I love like every comic book movie that starts like that. I fucking appreciate. Like I don't care how new, how good the special effects are. I want every comic book movie to open with opening credits with flashes of comic book artwork. It just puts me there, man. Remember Return of Swamp Thing mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Credence Born on the Bayou playing yeah. it with just the yeah. just all the flashes from the Alan Moore series. It's like, dude, that is how you get into a fucking comic book movie. That's reminding you, it's, t- it's telling you it's going to be good when it yeah. actually sucks. Hey, no way. But then it's, it's, it's like, look at all this. Amazing artwork that inspired it, uh, this glorious, yeah, like, you know, original this music by Queen. Fuck yeah, dude! Queen. Yeah, Queen. Is, if you need a rock <laughs> opera, so Queen did uh, what ah. other eighties movie soundtrack? 
Highlander. There we go, Travis. Got it. Highlander. Remember? It's some oh, kind yeah. of magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's some kind of magic album. <laughs> yeah. Actually, not the high. Actually, not the Highlander soundtrack, but the it's some kind of magic album. Yeah. But I mean, it's you know the it, it kind of opens up with a do 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 the flash. See the beginning of our podcast. People probably know that song even if they've never seen the movie. Yeah, and that I don't know about anymore though. Those notes and like that carries through the entire movie. Dude, this is like one of my favorite openings of all time, dude. I I constantly say this, dude. The Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything do you have to offer me today? I mean, that the whole the whole spiel about. Uh, <laughs> like it's a disease. <laughs> How peaceful like, it looks. Uh, like a destroyer. <laughs> so this is Ming the Merciless. Ming the Merciless. He's the, the villain. He's the emperor of the universe that uh, just des- decides what to universe? fuck with Earth. Earth, apparently, at some point. So he's played by Max von Sydow in a fantastic, I want to say, like performance in this fantastic. movie. Fantastic. He's a brilliant in this goddamn movie. Yeah, and his like, makeup and wardrobe oh, yeah. and all that. Was I like, want the, like, the plastic. Going on. Yeah, he's got like a vaguely Asian... Dude, yeah. I, I want the plastic, uh, the plastic uh, cap thing he has on. Yeah. That thing is so fucking awesome, dude. The, yeah, the plastic receding hairline. What, whatever, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a weird... It's the cow... It's the... What do you have? The crow's peak. Yeah. Is that they call it? Yeah, it's widows, like, widows. Widow's peak. Yeah. Yeah, it's got this, yeah like, but... Yeah. Yeah, and this is like, you know, this this classic like Fu Manchu. He's got like robes. It probably is because the of eyebrows. Fu Manchu is exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, that and like you know our history. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, this is what I was thinking when he war. shows up and when a couple <laughs> of these other characters show up. I'm like, this is a movie where the production designer just kind of like ran wild and crazy. Right? No, like, yeah. I can create five different. Like yeah. groups of people to yeah, join they, up I mean, in this. They get like uh, you they know, get a field day. Yeah, like this, this like that, like uh, scene when you see like all these like you know you have like the Africans and the, the Africans. Those are actually the, supposed to be lion people. The lion. They just obviously didn't have any special like. It was okay that they had like plastic wings on the hawk people, but they're like, how am I gonna do the lion people? Right. They're black. <laughs> they're from Africa. They're right. headed up they by look, Captain Kananga they from look, Indiana Jones. No. Anyone? Anyone? No. Captain Kananga? No. The guy, yeah. he gives her the white dress and... Throwing the idol? No, no, no. no on the, the boat. No. On the boat. No. Uh, right, which one? Captain. Raiders? Raiders. Jesus Christ. I don't recall it. Many Sorry. people call yourself fans. I don't recall that. You know me. I I despise actors, so I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't recall yeah. actors. <laughs> well, to, to set this up, then, so Flash Gordon Flash is... <laughs> Every time, every time you see Flash Gordon, that's what's going to happen. Dun, 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 dun. He's a quarterback dun, dun, for the New York Jets. New York Jets. He makes you know that. Yeah. I don't know. They must have been like, were they somebody that, like in '78? Think about production of this movie. Maybe sports people know this. But sorry, we got to recap this for Brent. So we do kind of have to take you through, through the movie. What happened? Uh, I came in late. I didn't. I didn't know that he was. Uh, Quarterback. He's a quarterback, He's a quarterback for the, the New, New York, York Jets. Jets. Okay, so Ming the Merciless Says is going to destroy the Earth. Okay. All right. Flash Gordon and Dale. What's her Arden. name? Arden. Dale Arden. They're it's, on a plane just yep. back to New York. 
and Ming the Merciless has like a weather. He has like weather manipulation. Natural can, disaster. Well, yeah, he can control. Basically, he's controlling Hot the, hail. <laughs> he's controlling the moon. That's what he's doing. He, yeah. It's the lunar pole. It's this, that's doing all this fucking like it. weather manipulation. The more he fucks right? with it with it his buttons. Hot hail. Hot hail. On the planet. Which oh, looks more like fuck. a meteorite storm, which yeah, I think sure. it is supposed to be by Basically. the time. Pieces of, so the, sh- pieces of the moon as, as uh, yeah, pieces what? Of oh, that's Zarkov. what it was. Yeah, pieces it's of the Dr. Zarkov. Yeah. Just yeah. I had so thought. There's a, there's a Dr. Zarkov played by Topol. Is that Top- the actor's Topol. name? He was in uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. Fiddler's on the Roof. He's a Russian guy. Topol. Topol. So he's a crazy scientist who basically is trying to force, at gunpoint, he's the one who goes like, he's really the hero. I knew it. This is an attack. This is like a random deal. Movie. This is an attack. We're being attacked from space. We're going to go in my rocket that I have made in my little fortress. He made a rocket. We're going to go up what? there and attack it. What but year is this? 1980. In the story? Uh, they don't sure. call it. Yeah, they don't Does New York look like New York? They never they show New York. You don't see it. Oh, you don't they see it? No, that's New York. actually wow. my one thing. It's like, this has my favorite opening of movie. And then it goes to the most boring shot in the fucking world, which is just like an empty airfield. It really is. It's like this in the middle of an empty airfield. And like he's in a car reading a newspaper or something like that, and it's talking about the weather and shit. Like I hate that shit. I don't know why. It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why would you start a movie with an empty field with gray sky? Just such a boring shot for such. Because <laughs> think of where it goes. It does there, the I'm bored with the late thing. It's the filmmakers going. Wait for it. Wait for it. We're going to get crazy. That was the real boring shot. The real, like, this right. is reality. We, we can't, get the can't just throw it at him all at once. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Zarkov is the real fucking hero in this story to me. And right? his, he's his like lab really... assistant is fucking Eckhart from Batman. Yeah, Eckhart. And also the creepy he... fucking dude from Hardware. Aaron Eckhart from Batman? No, no not for <laughs> Think About the Future. <laughs> Eckhart! Sorry. Eckhart. I couldn't reason. No, that is a funny coincidence. You're a yeah, nut right, right, boy right. and Grissom knows it. You ain't got no future, Jack. <laughs> so what happens to him? Is he in, he's not in the rest of the thing. He's Zarkov, no, he gets run no, over by a plane. Because Zarkov's basically like, hey, dude, we're going to get in this spaceship and we're going to go face this threat. You know, because nobody like, else. What the hell? I'm not doing that. Nobody else believes that this is an alien threat. Like it's actually like an alien attack. But Zarkov, so he's took it upon himself to build his own spaceship. Then he tells, which is weird because his the, spaceship has a pedal on it that he needs. That actually makes sense, it. though, yeah, because what, it's a small cylinder. The, it's a small cylinder. Yeah, but he, he could he design doing? it so he could press well, the pedal he, himself. Still but he on the, on the other side of the table. And, but I mean, come on, he had a people. fucking assistant. He designed it based off of two people <laughs> being was, the goddamn shit. He was shit. Like pressing <laughs> buttons on the other side while somebody had to be pushing the red pedal on the other side. I don't know why he just pressed the red pedal. I don't know why he didn't design it so the red pedal was on the same side. Like I said. I'm surprised. Why didn't the assistant who's been helping him build a ship and knows Zarkov's ideas? He's like so shocked when it happened. Maybe he was like, just collecting a paycheck and like, ship from me? dude, I'm gonna help him with his alien fucking shit and whatever, man. Put yeah. my kid through college. He's putting like two of everything into the ship. He's like, it's funny we're putting two of everything in here for only one person going up. And he's like, Zarkov's like, yeah, sure. So yeah, so Zarkov. I mean, maybe it's just maybe he was supposed to, but just hey. Faced with it, you know, yeah. and getting this rocket ship and going to space. You but know, then that's I all do it. solved when, because of the atmospheric disturbance, Flash and Dale's 
plane encounters some uh, turbulence. Some turbulence. crashes. Their pilots are sucked out torture. of the fucking yeah. uh, sucked out of the window. Sucked out of the window. Gone. <laughs> Doesn't show it, but I do like that weird laser that has Ming in it. It is weird. Right? It's like yeah. ah, you can hear so, that, that would be awesome. No, but of course, Flash has been taking flying lessons, oh, which yeah. was awesome, That's and funny. can land in air quotes the plane. No, that was the, the funny joke, is uh, in your lessons, you did get to the landing. Well, I was afraid you were going to ask that. No, I didn't. They crash into Zarkov's uh, little... Uh, Penis-shaped aquarium thing. <laughs> in his lab. They crash into the lab. They get outside. Where's your... T- <laughs> it's the stupidest He's thing like, you probably want to use the phone, because <laughs> you crash. Like, it's the in there, in, in his in shuttle. In the fucking rocket. In his rocket. Well, they you get might in there, not know what it is. At gunpoint and tells them we're going to space. Going to fucking space to save the Earth. Nice. And there's a fucking fight. Flash Gordon sees Flash Gordon. Don't you want to do it? Zarkov's a hero. There'd be no Earth. Because <laughs> Flash Gordon's like, fuck you. And they just happen to fight and like hit the uh, liftoff button. So they Thanks about it. Yeah, yeah. To Queen music. No, that's when you get Flash. into the just the. Just like the spacey, like like the glistening sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crazy synth, though the synth fucking rock of space, the synth rock that actually there is no oxygen in space because it is occupied by synth rock. Yeah, there's no room for air when it's all synth. It's all synth rock. There is actually just so Queen doesn't get like too much of the. There is another credited composer for non-Queen parts of this movie, but there's barely any of those. Well, there's, no, there's a whole soundtrack of, album full of that. Yeah, music. there's a whole Just soundtrack saying, album matter. for everything. You never hear it. So they get tracked the soundtrack over works. to uh, the planet Mongo. Mongo. Planet. Mongo. Mongo. It's a planet Mongo that has moons that are the different. Quarter, the moons that have different habitats. Well, Which, like, yeah, I guess a moon could have a different habitat, right? I don't know, right? Yeah. I mean, Endor, well, sure. Endor the was forested. Moon. Right, it, it, but it was weird, moon. though, because it felt like Ice like world. the other technical planets. Tree world. It, space didn't look the like moon, space. Hawkman land. Which is all just Hawk clouds. Land. There's there's like frigid air, which is the frozen one. What's it called? Frigid, frigid, frigidia. Frigidia. Well, yeah, but I think... the cold planet. Tree nothing, But there's nothing saying that when you go to a different galaxy, that any of our physics match. So why That's would true. space look the same? I mean, it might not. It could apparently, be there's kaleidoscopes of colors everywhere. And, yeah, they're like they're fucking. They're like a plague. Yeah, there are lizard men everywhere. There are lizard, yeah. lizard men. We gotta get a track. Like We're like all like, over the place here. They're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're the nuisance. Like, cause like everybody's like, hey, we're gonna team up and like overthrow Zing. But no one says like, hey, Zing. why don't we Ming? Ming, why don't we recruit the fucking lizard men? No, no. Nobody likes the lizard man. Like the, the, when he like was in that cage and he's trapped in there with hawk dudes and lizard dudes. Him Nobody and the hawk even, dudes yeah. are like, yeah, it's like fuck the lizard guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Like, fucking like, about that menace. Guy. Is that? Did I come in around this time? No, no, no. He jumped no. to the middle of the movie. I'm just talking about the fucking nuisance that is the lizard man. Okay. Yeah, because there's an audience before Ming, the emperor of the galaxy, where you get to see him in all of his royal regal splendor, where all of the races of Mongol appear and line up to pay tribute to the great emperor, Ming. Fuck yeah. And they're supposed to offer something to him, and then there's one guy who he has nothing to offer but his loyalty. Yep. Fall on your sword. That's the, see, that's, what, that's the good dialogue. That's 
What does he say? He said, uh, "I, the prince, have uh, we have nothing to offer you except for our loyalty, your highness. We we pride nothing more. And tell us, how faithful is this loyalty? Without measure, fall on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the atmosphere just goes. <laughs> it goes goes thick. Then what he does, he does." Well, so what does he say? He says he he's making an example for all right, the people. Stand, Death to me! Goes to kill me. Gets frozen. Zaps him. Yeah, freezes him. Gets stabbed. Gets stabbed, and he's got blue blood. blood. Yeah, that's science fiction. At this point, I think Flash Gordon at the way back at the back of the hall says, "Man, this Ming's a psycho." Well, Every- even before that, Zarka or. Yeah, Dr. Zarkov, he notices, he's like, dude, look at this place. He could tell right away from the aesthetics, he's like, this is a fucking police state. You know, a police state that's ruled that they, you know, anybody knows in a police state you keep separate factions at bay with each other. That way they don't team up against the opposing thing, right? They're just waiting for the chance. Yeah, they're just waiting. I mean, this guy, like, I mean, he's got a plan right from the get. He sees something fucking planned, dude. I mean, that's how you make a plot to a movie, too. No bullshit around. You're just like, look at that, dude. All we got to do is do this and the movie's over. (laughs) He says these people are waiting for someone to lead them. Flash is like, who? He's like, you. There you go. That's why I almost killed you. It was going to be me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're pretty. Yeah. No, you're inspiring. Well, I like the scene where they do identify, like, you know, after Flash says, uh, you know, that the, this means a psycho, their robot that's been listening to this repeats it so everybody can hear. The whole hall goes silent. Ming's like, who said that? And it's like this prisoner from, you know, Earth. And they bring him forward. Uh, and it's like, who, who are you? And he's like... I'm Flash Gordon. I'm a quarterback for the New York Jets. Quarterback. <laughs> New York Jets. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, yeah. yeah that's awesome. Who the fuck are you? Uh, that's Michigan so State. <laughs> well, yeah, it has some Quarterback. Bearing. Michigan State. Hmm. <laughs> he was high school in 1984. <laughs> you know, it just keeps going back. That'd be awesome. George Washington Kindergarten, 65. <laughs> All-star. Name rank. Serial number. <laughs> rank is serial number. And all Flash needs to like turn this whole thing around and like actually like you know whoop some ass right here. Big action scene is uh, well, Zarkov throws him an egg that Flash is like it reminds oh, him of a, a football shape. and he just runs through and, like plowing dudes. <laughs> right, and he was yeah, he was hold fucking hold up on, and getting on, his ass whooped before, but no, you hand that yeah. motherfucker a football, yeah. he's and he's good. Fight Flash is. Go back. Uh, he, he threw him an egg. It's like it looked like, <laughs> like almost like a decoration because it was like groups, one of the tributes. Yeah, one of for that. the emperor. It looks like some something of a huge Faberge egg. Yeah, not a okay. huge, a football like size, football size, size Faberge egg, egg. Faberge. something like that. But I can understand room. that because okay, if you are just a football player, you fly to a planet. You don't just start. You know, he's not a kick-ass guy. You don't just start fighting people. So it is something like. Something that gets him in the mindset of like what it's like to push against people, you know, to fucking fight and he people. Does. He, he throws, he, he that runs at him, he folds him, gets the shoulder gone. Dude, I mean, it's a whole sequence. Well, you it's get a whole more sequence. awesome. <laughs> Emperor Ming leans over to Clytus, his uh, his uh, golden fa- metal faced. Uh, right, so this yeah, guy's like really Doom. cool looking. He's he fucking does. He awesome. Looks like Doctor Doom, yeah, but his jaw is like whatever they made the the costume. It's like separated to his. 
you know, lower jaw, so it moves on its own accord, which is kind of cool. And he's got a gold Very arm, cool. too, his, like, right arm. Yeah, he's in a robe. All you can see is his black like, robe. Dr. Doom's face. Got, like, yes. So, like, Flash is, like, kicking the fuck out of all these guys, and me ask him, he goes, are all your men on the right pills? <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. And he says, maybe you should have their trainer executed. <laughs> Because nothing good. makes you work harder as a soldier unless to see your superior executed for doing a bad job. <laughs> right? It makes you work a little harder at your job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this. I don't know. This is one of those movies that's yeah. like rife with like. It's a good action. Like tyrannical uh, irony, like humor, right? <laughs> so, unfortunately, all this uh, good going here goes all for naught when. Dr. Arkoff. Zarkov. We'll never get it. Flings the football and pegs Flash in the head. <laughs> well, that's funny because they're doing that kind of like ball passing, like the, yeah. the throw. <laughs> but not being an experienced football player, you understand. <laughs> Zarkov accidentally knocks yeah, so out the overzealous. Yeah. Zarkov is from Earth, though, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. But so, he's not a football fan. It's, it's Zarkov, can build a Flash, and time. Dale are the ones that come up. Okay. Yep. Dale is the female the girl, right? yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Played by Melody Anderson from the film Firewalker with Chuck Norris. Anybody? Nope. Firewalker. No, I don't know if I've ever seen, aside from Sidekick. From the show Manimal. The only Chuck Norris with Chuck Norris is watching. Chuck Norris is watching. But it was also Lou Gossett Jr. Was a bit, anybody? No. Man of no. Yeah, yeah. Like well, nobody. You're a liar. <laughs> liar. Liar. Calling it. Wait, Iron Eagle. Yeah, I was gonna say one, 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 all the Iron Eagle movies. Iron Eagle. Come on. Punisher. Wasn't he the cop in the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie? Was Enemy Mind. He was in Jaws. Enemy Mind. Jaws. Enemy Mind. Enemy Mind. He was good in Enemy Mind, dude. That was classic. He's not in Flash Gordon. But then no, no, no. The girl is. He's got the girl. Has the girl to do with that movie. was in a movie with Chuck Norris. Yeah, that I guess Lou got. All right, but see, the so. other thing is the the emperor has this daughter, a daughter who's like super fucking super foxy. Her fucking name's Aura. Aura. Yeah. Aurora. Who wears when we first Aurora. see her some kind of dress that only covers Keep like him. you know half I want of to her play body. With him. Like I'm going, half time. like going you know she's upwards fun. and downwards. I I was halfway Pipe going upwards and downwards. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. It's yeah. amazing. But she's anyway, she's like, don't kill him, father. I want him. I want him. This is a PG movie, right? It is, it is but, but it doesn't it matter. It is rife with sexual Well, because it was 1980. Like there was no PG. Crazy. There was no PG-13 until 84. I know, but that's what's kind of funny about yeah. it, that it, you know, being a comic book, uh, I'm uh, sure that none of that was present no. overtly in the original yeah. comic books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Flash Gordon, the, even the chapter seals were very sexual. Oh yeah, dude! I can't like this. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They actually edited down when they when when the Buster Keaton chapter serials went to. Uh, they actually went into uh, television uh, syndication in '77. They had to edit. They had to make a television edit because a fucking chapter serial from the 30s was too racy for children. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
It's because it's a sexual kinda... fucking thing. You're flying to space. There's fucking two girls that want your ass, <laughs> dude. You're a sexy things are gonna happen. Sexy things happen. Sexy yeah, things you're a, are gonna you're a blood happen. Well, he was a polo guy in the original. It's comic actually show, kind of amazing matter, that like anything <laughs> happens with Flash Gordon. He is a Sam Jones. Sorry, not Flash Gordon. Oh well, yeah, Sam how do you Jones not just like bone everybody of, on Mongo and just relax? Well, he's <laughs> one of the most bland like actors I think I've ever seen. Maybe in a lead role in a movie. I mean, he does not. He does have eyes. Yeah. And teeth. He, he barely acts His at all. Kind of blends in, but yeah. He just kind he of is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not really like a force, you know. Of like, you know, I'm doing things more than he's just kind of reacting. Yeah, he's almost like an Ashton Kusher in that '70s show. That's how I think of him in this movie. He's like a really just like pretty dude. <laughs> who can say English? <laughs> but all the women want well. him. All the women want like, him. Like immediately, Dale is like you know flinging herself at. Well, because and then uh, the princess I think they're Laura in is, a... as soon as they're in uh, on Mongo. Mungo. I mean, I think Dale and Flash Mungo. already being. It's like that. Uh, any sort of traumatic uh, experience with someone of the opposite sex, you'll somehow have that connection, right? Oh, but it was there before that because he asked the concierge at the hotel about who, like, yeah, what her who, name was. I asked her what her name was. Apparently, it was love at first sight. They may as well get married, like yeah. right then. Well, yeah, because yeah. while they're passed out, even they're like you know, kind of He's almost her. making out yeah. while they're unconscious on the on the. That was uh, awesome. I like that. Honestly, they're being blasted into the void, man. They're like, they're like, that could be the last human contact. It could, they're like yeah. this. Right. You can't see this on the radio. That's, well, that's pure like love, man. That's pure intertwined love. Pure love story. That's where that phrase, you know, not even if you were the last person on earth. It's sort of like that, you know. It's like when you're put in that sort of peril. Oh, shoot. Yes. Especially when you're trying to save the planet. Indeed, earth. but the thing is that uh, the princess is so much hotter. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. She, she's crazy. She's, she's out of this she's, world. She is hot. of she's royal blood. Crazy she is. hot. Yeah. And they have those scenes where, right like, there. they're both on, in the <laughs> right frame. There. And, yeah, like, you can. There was. But unfortunately, the princess is, is in love with. Nobody will ever appreciate that. Timothy Dalton. Uh, who is Prince so and so? Well, no, Baron. no, because no. the idea, the idea, it Prince seems Baron, like is yeah. like there's yeah, a Prince. there's a number of uh, male characters she, in this movie. Just locks people for favors. Yeah. Yeah. She's got her that is, pleasure. That plan. is implied she exactly like that. <laughs> well, because well, because you get the idea that all of Mongo is about. Uh, I got the idea that all of Mongo had an hour or two with the princess. Well, yeah, because I don't think there's such a thing as love, you know. <laughs> Maybe even those fucking. Because look at okay, even, okay, even, even though people. even though this is fast forwarding to the end of the movie, the preacher says, "Do you take this woman?" You know, for the hour, he says, "For the hour, yes." I don't think he love does. Exi- love no, does not exist on right. Mongo. You think it's for the hour? Are you yeah. did you plan to like use her? Use her as you will. Use her you as know? you will. This like, is that type of universe where even because even Baron, you know, he's like he's like she's like, "Will you wait for me?" He's like, "I don't trust you, you bitch." And I mean, they're making out, but he's also like, right. "Fuck you, you're a whore." I love it though, you know. But hey, that's what those type of girls do to you. Well, that was the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do to you. That's what they do. Oh my god, just for a piece. Well, they want yeah. Flash. Yeah, that's a nice piece. They want Flash executed, but the princess. So she, he actually is gassed to death in a big public execution. But the princess uh, makes an arrangement with some dude. Some dude. A doctor. Some, a doctor, dude. Some doctor, <laughs> yeah, dude. Who oh, she's also fucking. Yeah, Who she's. Yeah, that's where she's I was fucking going with this. She's fucking the doctor and, like, has an right, like, you know, to, so the doctor brings Flash back to life. Me, me. He's like, 
the thing, you know what? If I get caught, I missed this, this part. I must have zonked out. You did zonk out. <laughs> okay. times. I won't lie. This is where the story started. He's yeah. like, he's like, he's like, if you, if if I, if they find if they find out about this, I am, you know, I'll be executed. Whatever. She's like, they want to find out. Yeah. I'll meet same, you at same my, time next week. Yeah, same time next week. For sure, darling. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Which I want to talk about before that. I love once again the awesome fucking dialogue in this goddamn movie, man. I love when when Flash Gordon is getting executed and the princess looks over at Dale she goes father there's water falling from their eyes he goes it's what they call tears it is a sign of their weakness uh, dude that is fucking brilliant man right yeah, there I was just good. like god damn what a cold bastard dude wow. Mongo cold world so, so would you be surprised to learn that Flash Gordon does indeed return Flash! to life <laughs> and is spirited away dun, dun, with dun, 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 uh, Aura, the princess dun, 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 Aura, Aura, toward Aura. The, the planet Aura. of Aura. Aura. Arborea, no, which I wanted to say... The, I thought they were heading near the pleasure planet. Well, they're going to go to her pleasure She's planet. She's going to hide where, him. Yeah, moon. But they end up going toward Arborea, which is Prince Balin. Balin? Baron. Baron's right, we'll Baron, who is played by... Timothy Dalton. In. Neville Sinclair. Former James Neville Sinclair Bond. from Rock. No, Rocket I thought... I thought... Where is the rocket? Uh, actually, <laughs> I thought that Hand over were, the rocket or I'll blow her brains. I thought they were heading toward... Because, like... They were heading toward the pleasure planet, and then like he drove like. Oh, that's right. He's gonna like. He, no, like, that's almost, for the. Tele- that's the, the for the telepathy phone call. That's right, because Dale is to being to prepared Dale. for to, marriage to yeah, me right. as one of his yeah. concubines, and he wants to make a telepathy phone call. So that's why he's like, "I'm gonna crash us." But I, th- I thought like, you know, because like she was in danger and all this, that he forced her to go to Alboria instead of the pleasure. Movie. Wait, did you, Brent, see the amazing telepathy phone calls? I did. Yep. Right. That's about when I sat down and started watching. Because <laughs> there was the, the over. You know, he's he's communicating telepathically with Dale. Yeah, it's like, over. Dale, is that you? Over. Over. <laughs> All this time, Princess Aura is making out with him. Oh, my God. This, him. This girl is really turning me on. Oh, sorry. Wait. What was that? I didn't hear that. <laughs> well, it's not for you. It wasn't, wasn't, for, you. It wasn't for you. What? <laughs> so, What's uh, happening here? That's why she knows she's like, oh, my God, he's out gallivanting around with this whores all over Mongo. The whores of Mongo. My new band name. <laughs> How the many alien ships? You heard it here first. Cool. Copyrighted. How many alien ships does Flash pilot in this movie? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a few. A bum, few. Bum, 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 bum. But I guess that's good because that at least day. shows the scene. At least shows the scene where. He is getting taught the technology, right? He's learning yeah. how to fly the different things of Mongo. Even yeah. though oh, they different things. Show me. Now, and now you do this, and with this hand right. you steer. With your left, you choose the direction. While with I straddle right, you. you. choose the altitude. Yeah, yeah and, and like the whole time he's trying to fly this plane, she's like trying to like... Oh, dude, this, when, when I was 12 years old, this was like one of my first boner <laughs> movies. Man, this like was one of those movies that was just like, that fucking movie is sexy. I'd like a, I'd like a list. Just yeah. everybody's boner. The first boner I, I just movies. Like, no, that is the well, next who special runs we do. Boner. Top, boner five boner 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 top five boner top movies. Boner top five boner movies. <laughs> Get ready. Oh, no. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Flash Gordon. Oh. Playtime. <laughs> well, as you get older, the cool movies world get more is number mature. one through three. <laughs> yeah, cool. See, I, was, world. I, was, I was a bit, you know, like, see, I, I kind of grew up like. Shit. 
I kind of grew up and uh, it's gonna get weird. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, wait, now hold on, hold on. I, 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 I remember my dad like written the, the, oh, Jesus. the Porkies, you know. Uh, the, yeah, oh, yeah. Fan of the whole Porkies movie. <laughs> exactly. Uh, For me, it was Back to the Future one, two, and three. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> just all the no, just no, all the, the Doc and Marty. The car is what the gave Doc and Marty Just the car. Doc Brown. That was the boner. The time travel. Oh my God! It's just one point. I was gonna say, you know, the first movie's about incest. Right, the whole uh, movie's about uh, incest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they, they all are. They all are. Yeah. They all yeah, are. Yeah, totally. Fuck your mom and save the world. Hell, dude. You're fucking part time. Kind wait, of real quick. So flesh, real quick. Wait, no, 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 no. I have to say <laughs> this because you brought it up, Travis. It is incest because in well, it's of not, course it's, it is well, incest. It's, but all right, it's incest and it's creepy old man because of part three uh, when they break into the library and they're supposed to be looking up to see if Doc exists in the 1800s. Doc is actually looking up Marty's family because he brings over the book. He's like, Marty, you gotta look at this. Look at, that's your family. That's you. It looks just like you. And he's actually supposed to be looking up Doc's. All right, never mind. Dun, dun, dun. So there's both incest and creepy old man? There's, yeah, there's both. I shouldn't have even brought it up. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, all right. Somebody, somebody. Somebody turn Brent's mic off. People don't listen. To <laughs> all right, you get five minutes in the penalty box. You don't get to say anything. Right. Somebody said that he's like, I started listening to Yurosuke Doji. You guys didn't even talk about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you had to listen to a half an hour into it for us to talk about the movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a preamble to all the preamble. Shit. <laughs> well, there's sometimes a middle Context. preamble. Context. There's an inter- <laughs> intermission preamble. There's the ending amble. <laughs> Post amble. <laughs> so okay, so she's gonna fucking high flash. At Prince Baron's like forested moon of Hyboria or whatever it's called. Hyboria, which is also the name of the secret. By the way, these all sound like in Beyond the Black Rainbow. Marx Brothers' names that they've come up with. Arboria? You would like yeah, Mark, yeah. Uh, anybody yeah. ever watched Marks Brothers? No, back you know what? No, so, I yes. don't watch Marks uh, Brothers. Fucking drop okay. it, dude. Just drop it. <laughs> no, go with it. Groucho, nope, Arpo. Fucking drop it. Drop no, no, it. No, no, no. Like the, the names Slumbo? they come up no. with the, the the territories that come up. Never mind. Oh. Go watch go watch Duck Soup. It's fun. Duck Soup. <laughs> with Lucille <laughs> Ball. Uh, no. Okay. Oh fuck. All right. Never mind. Duck <laughs> Dynasty. Okay. Yep. All right. Fucking planet, forest, people, moon. All right, <laughs> looks like fucking Endor. Like I mean, Lucas up. ripped it off. He, he rip ripped off it off. Like George he just Lucas. like, hey, word for word, we're taking this. Like I mean, complete with giant trees. Come on, there's been tree like cities in science fiction for. Dude, like I said, this is like Flash Gordon. Moment, Flash Gordon's from 1934. I know, but he didn't give- steal this. Give us our moment. If anything, George Lucas, is George Lucas stole this from fucking the comic strip. <laughs> yeah, there's no... Plagiarist. Plagiarist. That's right. There we go. Anyway. Going back to George well, Lucas. Well, the, the forest Plagiarist. people are all dressed up like fucking Robin Hood. As you should they be are. living in a forest. They are. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Red gloves. And green. Red stockings. So they've got red. like... They've red. got what the equivalent green. of the green. dune... I was going to say, they're red and green. Red. They've green. got the equivalent the of the dune fear box. You put your hand in the fucking tree stump and like there may or may not not be something in there that's going to sting in you and like you. kill you. Some weird yeah, what test with of, that because wasn't Flash just shows you're a man. To, didn't he get bit and he was <laughs> nah, supposed to die? No, he was a fake out. No, the son came. I was like, "Father, I'm ready." And he sticks his hand in his and he dies. That's it. 
That's all I was. Okay. Just proves you're a man that you'll put your hand in there. Yep. You guys know what I'm talking about when I say about the Dune box. Though, yeah. Right? I didn't I see Dune. Fear is the mind killer. Okay. We're gonna keep talking about other movies. <laughs> Duck oh, soup, oh, Dune. Let's talk about every other movie around. This well, you have to You got a reference in a like. There's a blonde guy in this movie, just like in this other movie. Oh, you don't know about this movie? I'll explain this whole other movie just to point out this one thing. Well, I'm okay with that. Maybe this movie. It's really smart that it alluded to Dune. Maybe it's not. Dune! Maybe it's not. This Frank is made Herbert's before Dune. Dune. No, but the fr- the book was around like it was a thing in the sixties. Anyway. This comic book was from the thirties, <laughs> but the movie was from the eighties. The thirties. This comic strip was from the thirties. This is actually supposed to be a pretty good adaptation. of Loud the, noises. Do they have the here? The uh, I don't know box. if they have the Dune box in the. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. So, I'm just whatever. Yeah. I'm just trying box. to move. <laughs> they had the Dune box in Dune the box. 30s. Are you um, having more of that, no. sir? Okay. Forgot where we were. <laughs> we're, we're talking about planet. fucking Dune. We're talking about the Dune box. <laughs> so about Dune box. Right, we're on the tree planet. We're on the tree planet, yes. With Timothy Dalton. We're on Endor. Yeah, Fox we're on the moon of Endor. Are the Hawkmen here yet? No. Not yet. Not at this point. I think no. at this point I fell asleep. You mean the flying monkeys? You fucking fell asleep, you I motherfucker! I was struggling for consciousness at this point. Yeah, I did a couple times fucking during the movie, too. I, it's not my fault. I was up really early today. There's, There's lots saying, of soothing more, music in this. It's more of a comment on us than the movie, I would say. Right, yeah. There is soothing-ass music in this movie. Soothing So music. you guys are going to have to fill in the blanks. Absolutely. <laughs> so I didn't even know Flash died fucking and came back Flash to life. Flash shows up. <laughs> Damn it, the princess... <laughs> the princess Nobody was awake well, during this there's, there's a fucking scene. There, There is a oh scene, I swear. Like, 15 minutes I were swear. fucking cut out in this goddamn... There, it wasn't cut worse, out. No, you just it, weren't listening to the dialogue. No, we were man. talking over the dialogue. No, she, it was like, like time somehow, jumping. Somehow she gets captured, and he shows up... Who's he? And he there she, isn't some, some... Damn it, this is why I need to... Oh, I'm not going to explain movies. She says... <laughs> Then he's You're going to stay here. I'm going to go back here and tell this to my father. And you see a scene where Clytus says, do you want me to invest? Clytus knows that the fucking princess took Flash whatever. So Clytus asks me, do you want me to investigate this no matter where? Because he knows it's her. So her already saying she's going back there, you're supposed to assume. But we never see the scene. You don't need to see it. Well, you know why do you need to see no, that? But That's see, what doesn't make sense. You don't need to see right, well, you're saying it. You I mean, you could say you would but, like but to. But I would say that it felt like, and I mean, there's like I, three I got here. it. It's like a time. It's a but there's perfectly natural time lapse. It felt like you, there was moments missing from the movie. But let me, you were also talking about how you too. fell asleep. So of course there's moments missing. Yeah, to but you. I, I was awake <laughs> for this part yes. because we, apparently this is much later. Right, we were awake for certain time jumps. I'm telling you, we were talking over the conversation of of Prince Baron. And the princess, when she was telling the whole plan, and based off of that plan, you're supposed to fill in those blanks of those missing sections. I yeah, we, I think well, we you got, are. That's why you like, to, we, got ra- day, we got wrapped up in the pleasure planet, and we kind of went well, off on because back there. in the day, you used to listen to dialogue, <laughs> and the dialogue is what filled you on in the information. Well, it wasn't just we, like even when we were paying attention, because I, I remember at one point, like because uh, Sean actually is like, wait a second, weren't they in a speeder? A second they were on, no, because like, they were on a speeder, yeah. and they were going towards the Hawkmen who were coming the other way. Yeah, and, and then, 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 then 
it's hot. And then you go to like another scene with Flash doing his right. Thing. And then, and then when back, we come back to them, they're they, holding them they captive, and then they bring them to the. They, they didn't show the scene. It, right, this seems the like too much captured. of a jump. Yeah, right. you're like, they, wait, what happened? No, because it, it's, it's all based off of their when they see the Hawkman. You're supposed to tell by their fucking look that oh but shit. But they didn't look. We they just didn't got make a look like we saw. No, they're just not that good an actor. They made the look. It's kind of like that. There's that moment, and then there's another one. It makes sense. You just gotta actually. All of a sudden, Princess Aurora is being whipped in. Right. Yeah. She's like, wait, how the fuck? Because she's like, I'm gonna go back home, and in the next scene, and I know, don't kill Flash. Yes, don't kill Flash. I'm taking off, and then like it cuts to like a scene with somebody else. Lina says, "Let me investigate it to the fullest, no matter who it, whatever." And you get the idea. From that scene, you're supposed to know that Clytus knows he has to go after the princess. Because, I mean, there's no, like, question about who he has to go after. I see that. I mean, I see that. You know, it's like, what you're you're explaining it. It's like, I know that that's there. So he doesn't need to capture feels, her. Listen to me. It still feels that while the movie <laughs> you was running. You say it feels that way, but it well, doesn't. Well, no, it, it, it did it, the, no, the, it felt, the least three of us. It felt that way. <laughs> it, it felt that Because it's your, because he, well, yeah, number one, I, I mean, I've seen the movie enough times to where I'm comfortable with the yeah, flow of I it. That's so I why. get it. Yeah, yeah. So I think if you just watched it and were familiar with... Like I said, you gotta watch yeah, the dialogue. We were talking... We're, we're, we're like talking over the fucking movie. This is why we really shouldn't talk over first-time viewings of movies for everybody and then fucking sit here and talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> that was still fun. Well, yeah, of course it it's just, fun, it but... It's goofy that it, it did kind of feel yeah, that way. Yeah. Yes. So, Same way when the princess came in and rescued the Baron and Zarkov, she only shot the handcuffs of the Baron, but Zarkov also followed with her without seeing the scene of her shooting his handcuffs. <laughs> this is thank also you. true. <laughs> Damn. So thank and you. She, so she tells the Baron, Timothy Dalton, not to kill Flash. First thing fucking Tim- Timothy Dalton does is... He doesn't kill him. He puts him in a tiger cage. He puts him in a cage. <laughs> With lizard people. It's just an uncomfortable... God damn, the fucking lizard people. There's nothing worse than getting stuck in a cage with lizard people. Them sons of bitches. They're a plague <laughs> upon Mongo. Apparently so, because these lizard guys are everywhere. They, you must have seen the lizard guys. This and they don't yeah, do a yeah, goddamn yeah. thing. Eyes, they don't yeah. fucking help out. They just sit there in the background. They <laughs> are. They don't matter. <laughs> they don't. Lizard folks. Very odd. All you know, all you gotta know is that they're persecuted. Apparently, <laughs> you gotta get put in fucking tiger cage. Well, there's a reason why they're persecuted because they're fucking useless. I just imagine this one smart lizard guy who like fucking hates that he's a lizard guy and has to represent the rest of the lizard guys. It's like the smart guy from Gremlins too. Well, they're just waiting for a lizard like, Jesus to fucking something. Come in they need something. <laughs> I, I I don't know how smart they are though because like Flash when they're they being, don't talk when they're being dunked <sighs> into that. Like, oh. Well, Flash is the only one that actually puts Sticks his head, head above the water. The rest of them are like, ah, oh, we're fucked, we're in a cage. <laughs> but you can actually stick your noggin through that hole, and you'd be okay. You well, no, no, there was the eagle guy in there with him, too, who was kind of like... Yeah, oh, there's yeah, a Hawkman. Like, he's fucked. He's oh, got that's where the Hawkman come into this. That's right. Is he the one who was winged? Yeah. No, because that was later in the movie. No. Ding. There's just a hot. They don't explain why that Hawkman's in there. I don't know if that was from. I don't know. Raping. Of course. Well, there, there must have been a fucking shit ton of Hawkman in there. Because, like, when when uh, he gets free and he kind of lures him. Because remember, like, you know, he got the uh, Flash gets sucked up in that fucking giant fucking. 
quicksand fucking blobby thing. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> the, right? the blobby the thing was like pinchers. Yeah, and then fucking yeah. Timothy Dalton Air comes bladder. up, fucking <laughs> shoots the thing, saves Flash's life, and then proceeds to be like, I'm on it, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, and that's then, badass. That's a badass villain. No, and he then, promised the princess he wasn't going to kill him. And then but if you like, beg me to die. But then, like, fucking, like, 20 fucking hawk dudes come out and shoot the crossbow out of... Maybe they were coming... That's it. They were coming to rescue their uh, compadre who's in the tiger cage. And Flash just happened to be there. there. So he got freed as well. Yeah? No, 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 because the Baron... Well, well, because Voltan... Voltan has Zarkov and Dale. And so he figures if I fucking kidnap also Flash and the Baron, dude, I got like four prisoners of Ming that I could turn over for his favor, you know, just to stay in favor with the state. You know, that's the whole deal. My, Everybody's my, willing to my, fucking my, undercut my everybody else. My boy. The big fucking rah, hog dude. Explain yourself. Yeah, Looks like a Roman gladiator with uh, wings on his back. Yeah. I, I, guys, I was here at this point. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We feel more comfortable just explaining the rest okay. of the movie, too. All right, that's fine. Keep well, going. there's the audience. Yeah. The you are the audience right yeah. now. I, yeah. I, oh, I am everyone. Uh, you're the everyman. I am Nick Hammond. Here you go. <laughs> the shout-out. The weekly. So... Yeah, they take him in the air. And at this point, Tom's squealing a little bit in the back row, I can hear, because there's Hawkmen flying. I do like the Hawkmen, like, a lot. Through, awesome. through colored... Now, the, the, the <laughs> skies are basically made of colored. swirling colored paint okay. and oil, Right, I believe, is the background. Something. It's very colorful. I it's very nice looking. It's very trippy. Yeah. Like, I want to take mushrooms to this movie. There you go. <laughs> That's the next for mission. Ni- for 1980, they have better green screens or better photography on green screens yeah. than... Uh, Back in 1980, it was blue well, screens. Than Indiana Jones. I mean... What blue screens? Indiana Jones is way worse than this. Like, it looks pretty know. good. I yeah, I'll agree. The crocodile. <laughs> the, the crocodile. Him, fall, him falling in the pit of Raiders is pretty fucking <laughs> well, horrible looking. Even, or no, that's not Raiders. Temple that's Doom. Temple. It's Temple of Doom. Yeah, but you can tell because it's, it's, it's fucking so bad. Falling, oh, yeah. The stock footage of the crocodiles eating people. It's just so like, well, I don't know. It has that hyper, like, the color yeah. has that weird, like, Ah, it's a canyon from the 1960s. It, right, it's a it's, John Wayne canyon. No, it's it the has same, that color, technicolor it's, tint. It's the same animation as, like, if you're watching an animated movie where the background is, right, the background is one, and the animation... You can tell what the character's going to touch. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. that same animation, but it's in a, a movie. discoloration from the rest of yes, the, uh, the world. Exactly. There was, a, there was a scene in the original... Uh, uh, Superman movie because he wears a blue costume. They used the blue screen. They had to use a costume with a slightly green tint. And in the original, uh, the original cut, it, I mean, there's one scene where you're like, he's wearing a turquoise costume. <laughs> it just looks like a green costume. They've such digitized. That. Did they tell you where green screen came from? Nineteen early 1980s. They figured green was better for electronic composites. Really? Than blue was. Have you ever seen the mirror thing where they like? Yeah, it's the, like they, that looks better than yeah, anything. They, it's like they project on a mirror. There's oh, like a mirror, like yeah. There's like a mirror pointed at the camera. It's yeah, but they still use angles. blue today. Maybe. I know they do. Yeah, yes, yeah. giant rooms. But why yeah. blue? But you know why, what's crazy? Why blue over green? I think I can, why green over well, blue. But you can tell it's still now I'm even today sun, worse right? to me. I can tell green screen really bad now. It's all because the lighting sucks dick. I remember it's being the, at a television station and actually having to fucking... It was like one weekend where we had to paint the fucking green, blue screen green. 
It's a specific color. Pantone 255. Just say it. All you kids out there that want to build your own. Kelly Green. Can you take that to Kelly Green? Kelly Green. Can you take that to Home Depot? Yeah, I think so. So, so Voltan's got all these prisoners, and he's going to turn them over to the state for favor. And Baron... why the fuck are they going to fight? <laughs> They're going to fight to the death. Well, Fucking technicality. No, no, yeah, 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 exactly. Rule. The rule, the the Ming's Ming's rule like 17 that you can't you can't arrest a a royal dude without a fight to the death. <laughs> that was awesome. Wait, is that a rule? And this guy who looks not qualified to do anything is like, "Yep, that's a rule." <laughs> What's a damn nuisance? Because he, because he does nothing else, but he no, knows yeah. the rules. He's just a hawk dude. He looks like yeah. the most learned hawk dude. That's uh, in air quotes. Well, that is like the hot guy who's always standing next to Voltan. Right, he's That's acting, the guy. He's acting from Star Crash. Yeah. Right. Star Crash. From Star Crash. Rises again. When these hawk dudes are flying... It's like the scene from The Wizard of Oz. It is. It's flying yeah. monkeys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is flying yeah, yeah. monkeys. Well, this right. also, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie here in the like Radio Land, I mean, their wings. It's very 1970s like pop art where it's like you can just do like plastic wings, right? <laughs> and they don't. They don't. No, they don't flap. It's so just them it's gliding. A, but no, some of the first ones do. Were they? Yeah, there's, there's a, a little bit. Fucking light. Yeah, yeah. It is so slight. The back like, ones aren't moving at all. No, some of them are little well, like, flat. There's like some shots where there's this one shot where they fucking assemble the hawk army and there's like thousands of fucking hawk dudes up in the sky. Oh, it's like the fucking yeah. birds. Yeah, there's tons. <laughs> there's a shit ton of so, so Flash and Baron, uh, well, like Baron can choose anybody he wants to fight. For some reason, he picks Flash because everybody hates fucking Flash on Mongo. Everybody just hates the fucking fair-haired one. Well, because he never got he never got satisfaction back on Arboria. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to kill him through the the Doom Box or whatever. Fuck. Doom Box. Killer tree stuff. Yeah, when that didn't work, he tried to shoot him, and the Hawkman saved his life. Yep. And now, so they they so put him kind of a dramatic Baron fight. Baron would have <laughs> murdered him. Yeah, they got him on like Damn. so. These two guys are fighting on this circular platform with spikes coming out of the bottom of it with whips, and the the platform tilts. Tilts. It's like the craziest fucking. Yeah. Was well, perfect for Hawkman fighting. It is. I suppose you're well, right. Well, the whole thing yeah. is that it, it, it almost, for guys it almost feels like. Uh, uh, what, what's his name? Z's, uh, Zarkov. Zarkov was sent off to the Hawk people, and Flash was sent off to the fucking tree, uh, tree people, and they were like, they're all going out to convince them to fight against Ming. Yeah, because like, that's Flash the whole has, point. That's Flash's great, like, that's his great plan, contribution right. to the you movie. Go, you go to them, we should fight you go together. To Bring you them all together and guy. fight together. So yeah. it's all the arguments. Let's of team like, up and fight them. That's right. like the, it's bring them all together. Like the he's, he's, a, he's a New York Jets quarterback. He's just a cool. He's, he's a all good Earth dude, man. Team. He's a Jet. He's a fucking American Earth guy, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> so about oh, teaming up. That's how you kill the evil Axis. Oh, and they oh, end up on the pit, up. the pit of death, which I do like this. I do like the pit of death, where it, it tilts and goes in the spikes. There's the weird spikes that come up all over it. But disappear right when they need to disappear. Yeah. And shit. Yeah, there was yeah. that one cut where they were just like gone. I think yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. I, I, I think that's my favorite part of the movie. It's the. I think it's mine. Yeah. Because even if you do fall off, who knows what the hell happens when you fall into that? You fall into a vortex, vortex and you're dead. You're gone, I think man. because well, the, whole, the, the whole city is like it's flying. above the moon. Yeah. So they're actual. It doesn't actually show the Hawkman's moon. 
You only see their air city. Yeah. It's not like a black hole, though? Or I don't think no, so. No, it's just the clouds. Long way down. It's like colored yeah. clouds forever. It's a long way down, I guess. But they are swirling. I can't make it on something my else. Yeah, because <laughs> somebody gets shot out into those at some point and spins away like right there. This is universal. Did it not look like something from Army of Darkness? The spinning and the... I was like, dude, this is universal. So... And this is, like, when the movie, like, really... I mean, this is what it shows, like, the heart of Flash. Because when Flash, like, beats Baron and Baron's gonna fall off, he's hanging onto one of those spikes, and Flash, like, gets his whip, and he's gonna, like, you know, he's like, take my hand, and he's gonna save him. And that's, like, the sort of thing that, like, Mongo people don't see ever. You know, it's one of those weird things. Well, actually, can I point out something right before that? At one point, Baron has the upper hand, and he's gonna smash Flash's head into one of these spikes... And he's like, I'm going to kill you. And Flash is like, okay, as long as after you kill me, you team up with the bad yeah. and go take right. on me. Oh, and also not to like, not to pressure Flash, but Dale, Dale also uh, yells out, Flash, I love you, but we only got 14 hours to save the earth or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, no pressure or whatever, three hours or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 14, yeah. So, yeah, I like how, like, as Susie saves Baron, that's when Baron, like, gets it, right? Because that's, like, the key, right? Everybody has to, like, wake up in a weird way. Like, everybody's so, like, brainwashed to the way Ming, like, controls everybody, no one really realizes their their potential for human emotion, right? So, when, uh, when the princess is, like, tortured... Uh, which I wish we would have talked about the boar worms. That's like the scariest sounding thing in the world, and it, it doesn't show Borms. it at all. It's just like a threat that, like, in this movie, that's like, oh my god, get the boar worms. And she's like, <laughs> my father would never allow the boar worms, and he's there. It's like, holy shit, he would. <laughs> so that like wakes her up. The fact that her father would let her be tortured by like her his like lieutenant or whatever the fuck. So then Flash saving. Uh, the Prince Baron, that's when he like realizes, like, holy shit, he's right, you know? We can just team up and we can just work together and everything's about working together. This is back before the prison yard mentality days of the and late they, 80s. And they get the uh, Hawk dudes on board. So then, Well, the Hawkmen, they're like, you're crazy, we're evacuating, or whatever, because Clytus does show up. Well, yeah, that's what happens. Clytus shows up and he's oh, like, yeah. there's a prison ship. For some reason, a ship drops him off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then yeah. he could be like, there's with, a prison ship coming. With fucking skywriting. <laughs> there is skywriting in this movie. Oh, well, that's not yeah. to the end. Well, yeah, that's right. That was during that's the not to the end. The yes, ship does drop him off. That was he kind of walks pe- up. The penis wasp ship. The, the cock wasp. Cock wasp. Cock wasp. <laughs> cock wasp. <laughs> Which I love that they kept the spaceships like weird, like... Like the actual like weird like forties designs, it you know did. the weird it's a like face. the classic oh, fucking like, like pinpoint all like, the stuff like the costumes, yeah. the ships. Like there's nothing like in that era. It had to be so tempting to rip off Star Wars. You know, I mean, it had to because every other fucking sci-fi movie of that did. time did. But this Star one, Grass. like, I'm sitting there going like. This is not derivative of Star Wars and is like striking out on its kind of its own. Probably because it was Italian production. I, yeah, I, I don't really know, imagine. but I mean, it's just it's really creative. Just like Fifth Element, it that's all Mobius, yeah. that French dude. Yeah. So you get you get foreigners to make our sci-fi. Yeah, looks weird to us. So everybody gets together and they all like do the raid on um, uh, Ming's wedding, where Dale is being married off to yep. Ming. And uh, they storm it uh, because the plane's on fire. Oh, man. Flash is going to sacrifice himself. You fucking missed a fucking key important thing. Because, like, because that's when he gets on the fucking sky cycle. 
That's like the iconic moment of him fucking riding around on a fucking scooter. And it's like flash every time. They, every time ah. like, he rides on the scooter, and then it does a close up of his face on the scooter. It's like flash. <laughs> ah. With the opposite of a, a safety belt. Yeah. No, it's awesome. He's got that back bar. I love that fucking thing. It's got like that weird back bar that you can lean on. That way, you know your your knees don't buckle. Yeah, because yeah, in space you don't have brakes. Right, fucking so. tits. And then they had like I mean, those things. They were breaks. so popular because okay, let's track. Okay, even after Flash Gordon, let's track that thing. Uh, I can place one in. There's one in the He Man movie that's kind of like that. There's one in. That's because He Man the movie ripped this movie off. Uh well, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Sci-fi yeah. rips all yeah. sci-fi off, of course. But uh, so yeah, the He Man had those. Uh, I remember uh, the Serpentor, the uh, the Overlord of Cobra had one of those things. <laughs> I mean, those things were like. It was like the, uh, oh, damn it, what are those things? The uh, Segways? Yeah, it's like the Segway <laughs> of the 80s sci-fi movie. It's those personal, a uh, personal, it's like, fuck your rocket ship. I got a personal, uh, it's, whatever it's you want to call it. a space jet ski. A space like, jet ski, there you go. He's That's flying around in his space jet ski. Ming sends a fucking spaceship after him, like, his battleship. This puts uh, one on Ajax. That's when they back have, his like, this huge, awesome fucking, like, he tricks him. And it's like the fucking thousands of hawk dudes and flash against the There's lasers. Yeah, that was like the big war scene. Yeah, this was the battle scene. They put on the shield over There's a lightning shield? The wedding city. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I gotta say, at this point in time, I mean, think of how many movies that like that like laser lighting can look fucking really cheesy in, but I thought it looked pretty like mag like magnificent in this. I thought it looked mag- like what, the, the laser, the li- you know, the laser lighting. The, oh, wow, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Because oh, yeah. like, look at Hellraiser one yeah. when the Cenobites disappear. Where you're like, holy yeah, fuck, would they yeah. spend like five dollars on that like yeah. animation? The equivalent of that? I mean, I know, compared this to like way Star better. Wars or something. This was yeah, way better. Well, I thought like during that those scenes, I thought, man, this is just Star Wars. It lasers. really is. It's yeah. just complete ripoff. Yeah, but not done as well. Right. Well, they're a little bit brighter. They're they're a little bit more yeah, they're, out of place. It's yeah. not. Yeah, it's not horrible. That's pretty. You know, it's, it's, not, it's yeah. acceptable. I think, I think it's for the, the tone yeah, of the movie. It's not like trying to. It doesn't like rip off the. Uh, as long. It, what's important to me is it doesn't rip off the. We have to blow up this fucking section of the exhaust port to like right blow up the world. It's just right. about. Let's crash the fucking wedding so I can save the Earth in three minutes and 20 seconds. And again, you have that moment where Flash is like, you know, basically, I'm going to crash this thing. But you guys, you guys are going to have to, you know, the Hawkman and everybody else, you guys are going to team up. You're going to take down Ming and like, you know, that's so that's the nobility. of Yeah, because the idea is that there's an electric, there's that electric fence or whatever it's called. The lightning Lightning shield shield. (laughs) The electric. And (laughs) uh the ship that's coming in, it is one of Ming's ships, but it's not using its, I don't know, uh, its code, the proper security clearance code. and uh, The proper uh, and landing They pattern. said landing pattern yeah, land, and code. Pattern, uh, no, yeah. I, li- I like how they did both. They did, like, they don't have the security code. What does their, are they following the landing pattern of today? No. So, 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 the, so the idea that flying this into it, 
No matter what, it's it's like, yeah, it's going to take out this fucking ship, but that's going to like leave the hole of the lightning. I don't know if it's supposed to take out the lightning uh, shield or if it's think, supposed no, to just like I create think, a hole in it. I think the lightning shield gets knocked out just before he crashes in. Yeah. Well, no, but he's supposed to crash into it, and that's what's supposed to blow. But, yeah, but somebody inside right. stops it. Yeah. That's how he's able to, because that's why he's like, goes our, goes our, t- our Voltan, I'm going to well, yeah, die... Going through this thing because without because the ship will blow the up, ship, yeah. Without the ship hitting the lightning shield and blowing up, they can't get through it at all. Right. So I don't. I'm, that's where I'm like, is this? Does this leave a hole in the lightning shield, or does it take? Does anything penetrating it like overload the system on blowing it? You know what I mean? Right. Just like anything would. Right. Right. All its energy gets focused on this one thing and just whatever. But so yeah. So still, we got you know. There's another kick-ass way that fucking Flash is a hero. And Flash saves the day in the end, crashes the ship, crashes saves... The guy that doesn't just crash the ship. Well, crashes the Ming nose into of the Ma- ship into, into Ming. Ming's stomach. Ming's an idiot. He's like, I'm going to stand here and watch it crash into yep. me. Crashes into Ming. In power. Isn't it interesting how it goes in clean, like no blood, and then as it pulls out... Well, it goes in so quickly. I mean, blood. Blood. Yeah, yeah, it was so quick. It, <laughs> and then you have this full, like, green blood... All over the spire. Was it green or was it black? I think it was green. I think it was green. Mm-hmm. I think it was green. Yeah. Okay. It was green. go green. And Earth is saved, and uh, Flash and, and Flash uh, does his little anchorman like jump into the. Camera. That was the best. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is. That's like the best us. ending that in the world. Awesome. Yeah. Like it almost hurts my heart that this is like not the same voice actor of the original film. The the robot who goes Flash Gordon. You know, oh, yeah. you say no because he fucking says the wrong goddamn dialogue. Like I've seen this movie so many times, you can even get the soundtrack of Flash Gordon. In fact, well, fuck, we could probably like YouTube it or something. <laughs> but he's supposed to be like Flash Gordon or all hail Flash Gordon, savior of the universe. He's supposed to drop the sword and say, "Yeah, he's for every one of us." But this says like Flash Gordon, you saved your Earth, and for all the fucking stupid people that watch movies nowadays, you know. <laughs> oh, I've always hated that. I just hate it's like, dude, because it doesn't have the same ring though. Hail Flash Gordon, savior of the universe. Drop the sword. Yeah! That doesn't make any sense because he did. Well, I suppose he did. Savior of the yeah, universe. He, he saved the goddamn Ming. universe. Right, yeah. He killed Ming. He, he is the savior of the universe. He saved the other universe. Yeah, that's why I don't understand the change of. You saved your heart. People were smarter back in 1980 than they are in 2006 or whatever they did this like oh, remastering. No, MCA was doing all that shit where they would like put new audio cues and stuff in their video releases. Well, I was always figuring. Because uh, voice actors probably aren't under the same contract as actual actors, so they're like, they probably have to get asked for the special like DVD, like, hey, we need your permission again to use your voice, and they're like, money. They're like, no, dude, you're a fucking robot in Flash Gordon, 1980. We're not giving you any money. You got to find out which one was in the original theatrical cut because I've seen a bunch of stuff. Like I don't that, know. Right? I think the stuff the, I the, the saw, best voice actor that we seen was the fucking robot in the fucking Sun Flash. Star Crash. Star yeah, Crash. Crazy Southern post oh, name L. It's awesome. All right, so is that that's Flash Gordon. That's Flash Gordon. Yeah. Wrap ups. Right. Wrap it. Sean. Oh shit. Uh all right, Flash Gordon. Um huh, my thoughts on this movie. Um I think uh Um It was entertaining. Um I like the story, but I think as I didn't grow up with it. I don't think it has the same effect on me as it does with other people. I think I get, yeah, I don't, I don't think it, 
I don't think I enjoy it as much as people who who grew up on it. I'll just stick with you know I'll stick with my Star Wars and all that before this. I I do like I, I like a lot of aspects of the movie, but uh, I I don't think I'd ever watch it again. To tell you the truth, like it doesn't uh, doesn't bear. Or did you like it the first the, for I, the I one did. time you saw? I, it? I didn't the first time I, I liked it. Um, I did like it. I don't. I don't know how that weighs in on a, a recommend for people. Um, if you haven't seen it, yeah, give it a watch. I'd say give it a watch. It's it's definitely something worth watching. I think it's fun. It, it, yeah, it's a fun movie to watch. I like it. So you know what? I recommend it. Fun movie to watch. <laughs> there you go. This is if you want Star Wars and HR Puffin stuff. This is your movie. It is. It is a Star Wars and HR Puffin stuff hits, dude. <laughs> crossover. I, really I just like the fun of this movie. I like how. What's HR Puff and stuff? Really? No? No, you don't TV know show with yeah, giant back in the guys day. and... It's supposed to be for kids, but it's really for adults really to fucking up. trip out <laughs> yeah. to yeah, and, like, really take is. drugs to. It's I'm for not, kids, uh, but it's meant for you to drug out to. I'm not, it really I'm is. not quite sure. HR Puff and stuff, HR yeah. HR fucking Puff and stuff. Look it up. Too. Google it, yeah. Oh, they also Weird. will... Anyway. So, uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, I fucking love this movie. I've always loved this movie. Mainly, I think, because... I've always said a hero is only as good as his villain, and Ming is the best villain, like, in cinema history. I really think, like, that dude, his portrayal of Ming the Merciless is fucking classic, dude. Classic. He's the fucking man. Uh, like, nothing matches it. His his evil... Maybe you should have the trainer executed. Dude, everything about everything about when uh, when they're getting... When uh, he's getting married and the, the preacher goes, you know... Do you, Ming the Merciless, take Dale Arden to be your, uh, like, to be your woman for the hour? He goes, for the hour? Yes. <laughs> he goes, and do you uh, agree to use her as you see fit? Certainly. He goes, and do you agree not to blast her into space? And he, like, gives the preacher this, like, mean-ass look, and the guy's like, up oh, into you deem time necessary, you know? <laughs> it's like, this fucking dude is just so evil. Even to his own daughter, you know? He don't even give a fuck about his own daughter, you know? Watch... He's like sitting there munching on fucking well, shrimp is, while like she's getting tortured. He is Ming the Merciless. Ming the fucking Merciless. Well, because that's the point, right? This uh, he is like every dictator rolled into one. You know, Ming the Merciless is like the idea of like communism, right? Like the evil red state. Uh, notice all the red stars that were all in this movie. <laughs> he like uh, <laughs> and uh, Flash Gordon. I like it because it, he was always it wasn't so much about the science fiction but it was about the aspect that a human being means more to the galaxy like even though we're not as technologically advanced as the rest of the world in science fiction but our ideals our humanity is what makes us like you know strive you know to be bigger it's like what's always made like green lantern such a good character there's characters like adam strange and uh uh, you got Warlord of Mars, all the uh, John Carter books. Just the idea that for some reason a human, like, being in these situations, for some reason we have prevailed just because we have to, right? We're in a fucking tight situation. We have no other choice but to prevail. And that is, like, what makes, like, a real hero, you know? Because nowadays they'd give everybody just, like, some superpower or, like, oh, you're a special prophecy guy. You know, we got some fucking... You know, book about you that you're so special that you're gonna, you know, but Flash Gordon's just a dude, you know, he could be anybody. He's just the guy with willpower. And he's just like, well, if we all team up, we can fucking fight him. Fuck this guy. You know, he tries not to be, even though he's got reason to become enemies with people, he still, like, tries to maintain, like, nah, you know, that's all just, 
uh, uh, divide and conquer. You know, we're not enemies amongst each other. We're all enemies of man. You guys are all just fighting for his favor. You know, uh, uh, this movie. I think it's it cracks me up. It's one of like the funniest movies, just for the irony uh, behind mainly all the uh, like like social like. I don't even know what you want to call like socialist commentary. I suppose you want to call this the the communist commentary throughout this whole movie just cracks me up. Uh, there's shit about like eugenics. There's shit about uh, just uh, public executions. Shit about. Uh, I even like how uh, when they're firing on Flash Gordon, how uh, I forget. I always forget her name, like General Gala or something like that. How she's like attention wedding like wedding guests. The what you know? Don't be alarmed of the weapons. It is in celebrate. You know that is what every government is like, dude. Like there could be a war outside. They're like, no, no, we're just no, we're celebrating. Oh yeah, no, don't pay attention to that. What are you crazy? That's propaganda. <laughs> you know. So I don't know. This movie just touches so much on that stuff that it's right up my alley. Uh, some of the acting is eh. <laughs> it's definitely B level. I mean, that's all they afforded. The sets and the costuming was like, hey, we can take some leniency on the acting. We can, you know, most of them are going to be overdubbed for overseas audiences. Most of them are overdubbed for our audiences. So, uh, you know, who cares if they're that good or not? Uh, Especially back in the day, most, I mean, aside from Superman being a big budget, I mean, comic books were like almost like a soap opera. It's a quick money thing, right? It's it's quick to put a guy in spandex, have him fucking fight some guys in a fedora and Tommy guns, and like you know Captain America make some money off the kids, right? But yeah, you get to that Star Wars age, and you know you gotta start putting money. Now we're looking at like what Avengers are, what Man of Steel. You know, it used to be the cheap money makers for the Nickelodeons, you know, but now it is like what cinema is because of the technology, you know. But so yeah, it's fucking awesome. Uh, Flash Gordon will live forever unless the Sci-Fi Channel has anything to do with it. Didn't they try to? Murder they tried. The no, they tried to murder the series. They tried to bury it in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it was somewhere like a couple years ago, like a Flash Gordon. They were bringing. I sort of got it. It played like maybe an episode or two. It was so fucking horrible. Like Ming had hair. It's the idea that what it's been popular like this for eighty years will change it and will be totally cool. Will be so original. It's like, well, who wants that? No, I want Ming to look like fucking Fu Manchu. I want that. If he doesn't look like that, would be like Vader not looking like Darth Vader, right? Mm. Just to make it different for the sake of being original, mm. which no one watches your original fucking show. So, so <laughs> moving on. I uh, yeah, I love this movie. Watch this movie. Well, that's an endorsement for Flash Gordon. Yeah, I've uh, seen this a number of times throughout my life. Uh, it's one of those movies. Um, that for some reason never seems to stay with me, and I'm not entirely sure why that is. Um, I mean, again tonight, you know, I'm saying that I nodded off a little bit. That I don't say that that's a fault of the movie or it's systemic of like every time that I try to watch it, somehow I end up like you know uh, not retaining it. Uh, watching it tonight, I was struck by a couple things. Um, uh, Flash Gordon is like an interesting, or he's he's the least interesting character in his own movie. Uh, the music, it's kind of as counterpoint. To he that. is you. Flash he's Gordon always, is you. I know what it's supposed to be, but he, he like he always seems to be reactionary. The only real thing that he's got, you know, and again, I, I'm, I'm balancing this out, but this is like a, my critique of it is that he just doesn't seem to be like 
you know, a force that, you know, the things that he does changes anything in the movie. It's like he seems to be the one who, I mean, aside from like the idea that he has that, like, if we work together, we can actually like overcome this great evil. That seems to be like the thing that is Flash Gordon He's got right good there, deeds. because around that it's like it's like man, this guy's kind of bland. He's you know the actor really doesn't have like a lot of charisma. Uh, Sam Jones, the the, the famous, infamous, famous, famous. Sam famous. Jones. Um, yeah, yeah. So in some ways, because counterpoint to Flash Gordon, you do have Ming the Merciless, and like Travis was saying, I think like you know. The way that Max von Sydow like plays his character, and I think you know a lot of the the, the way he looks goes into it. And, like that's one of like the mo- you know I mean when you see that he's on the poster and all that. I mean that's an identifiable you know movie villain. I mean like he's you know that's the guy. He could have that action figure, and you know his persona like outstrips everything else. In the- I mean he's the most famous guy in the movie and everything. I mean. He is the movie. It seems like it's Ming, you know, the Merciless, even though the movie's called Flash Gordon. Um, the, uh, you know, I mean, the special effects are, you know, kind of corny, but it's in the flavor of the movie. I really like the way this movie looked. And I think, you know, like I was saying earlier, the fact that I was sitting there going like, man, this is like, this is elaborate and original. You know, the from the co- especially I think in the costumes, even more so than the sets, yeah. was the thing that struck me. You know, it's like looking at these costumes, you're just like, Jesus Christ, like that's that's you know, clever and you know, some kind of you know, uh, well, fact that like every woman had like a fucking sexy outfit for every situation, well, yeah, but like so constant did, changing, like <laughs> but every every character, well, except for okay, say like the uh, you know, the Hawkmen were always like the Roman gladiator kind of yeah, thing, yeah, the woodsman. There was the uh, the samurai, you know, the, the shiny samurai with guys. the fucking crazy gold skull faces, yeah. But I, I mean, it. look at how many times that uh, Arkoff, Dale Arden, and Flash Gordon changed costumes, we all always, uh, Princess. Did you notice how, okay, Flash Gordon begins with the white t-shirt on Earth with the red lightning bolt. He goes on me, on Mongo. They put him in some clothes. He takes off the clothes. He has a tank top with the same lightning bolt pattern yeah, <laughs> from yeah. Earth. I mean, and he ends up with that. Isn't his sword, like, shaped in, like, a kind of a lightning bolt kind of? That yellow sword, the, the gold sword that he uses. No, that end. was only at the end. That yeah, was, like, was a say, big... There's a thing at the end of it, but... It's a circle. It, yeah. oh, okay. It's I, like for a some reason. Big, that's cool. What I'm That's seeing cool in my mind, sword. it's got like, it's like a, a big penis. Hey. Oh, oh, You're a big penis. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are seeing penis swords, penis ships. I'm like, I saw a bug ship. I'm like, I don't a know. Maybe bug I'm ship. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a big, like, uh, was it? It had like a, yeah, it was a wasp. It like buzzed. Yeah, like, notice all those penis-shaped shorts. <laughs> shaped swords. Where was hard I? To say. Penis, well, I mean, penis after you guys sword. are calling it out, it's like, well, I guess it's long and cylindrical, so it could be long and cylindrical. It's a penis with a bug's head on the front of it. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, visually, I think this movie is, like, uh, you know, like, I mean, it's a one-of-a-kind kind of thing. Uh, the only thing that I can even think that comes close to it in, like, tone is, I think, Big Trouble in Little China, maybe. So, that's kind of what you're getting into with Flash Gordon. Um, I think I'd recommend it. I mean, like, as a curio, and watching this version of it, I mean, it's dated, but it's, you know, entertaining. And, you know, it. Uh, I think it's worth checking out. That's Flash Gordon. Do I know Max Von Sydow from 
extremely close and incredibly loud. Yes, you do. I yes, do. Yes. I do. Okay. That is Max Moncida. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that he guy's... He played chess with death, man. That guy's amazing. The seventh seal. Yeah. That's... He battled the devil in The Exorcist. That's an actor. That's an <laughs> actor's actor. Um, but Flash Gordon, yeah, I think he's fantastic. I think he's one of the reasons to watch this movie. Um, but watching this film tonight, I, I really, it, it feels like Star Crash did. It feels like a studio making a film based on the popularity of what's going on in Hollywood at the time or, or wherever, you know, and just the, the shifts and the changes in the movie industry. Um, and what's making money, I guess, is really the bottom line, right? And this movie feels like, hey, we can make a dollar off of this. Both you know. Star Wars and Superman. Right. Yeah, Star Wars and Superman came out. Yeah, well, <laughs> at least these- they took an existing property where they could have some, you know, there's something to it rather than like, yeah. we're going to go back to Star Crash rather than just making up something yeah. out of thin air. Yeah. Well, at least sure. there was something to Like a shit like this Star one. Crash, I mean, they just throw so much shit sci fi. It's like, this universe has no nothing. No okay. bearing, Star, no like Star Crash felt like it was like we, like they were just making it up as they go. But know? that's not yeah. to say Star Crash isn't like worth it. I mean, as one of the great oh. good bad bad oh. good movies of <laughs> oh, all yeah. time. But don't go into it thinking it's like no, legitimately no. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a bad movie, yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna go I'm gonna flat out say Star Star Crash is more entertaining than than Flash Gordon. Oh. <laughs> I was I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> Only because We didn't watch Star Crash. We made fun of it the whole time. What are you talking I about? watched That's it. why it was I wanna watch I it fuck around by yourself. It. Watch it by yourself and come back here and tell me Star Crash is better than Flash Gordon. <laughs> watch it by yourself clean sober. By yourself. I didn't say, that's, a lot, that's a lot of caveats. I did not say it was better. I said it was more entertaining. And when we watched it, it was more entertaining than Flash That's only because we were making fun of it. Right. Exactly. Because well, this had heart, which brought this... It yes. had the low points of heart. It's not, you know, I mean, because we were making fun of it, but we were also watching it as a group and... You know, enjoying the film for its camp and for its because it's another one where yeah they're like all right what's making money right now uh, Star Wars movies all right let's make the most awesomest excellent Star Wars movie ever and they just fail on every <laughs> single level you know I can't believe I'm reviewing Star Crash right now it's supposed to, <laughs> yeah, it's supposed that, to be reviewing that era. Flash Mind Gordon lasers. I think but, due, due to you know Star Crash last week I think mean, yeah. we have well, to at least in the count about. you know I mean well all these movies kind of share like a similar like you know uh, collective uh, what am I trying to say like the place where they all come from because right. the count yeah. in the evil count in Star Crash is not too far removed from like a, a Ming the Merciless type right. character right, right? Yeah. they're borrowing from the same source and that's yeah. not too far removed from a Darth Vader Right. Yeah, all, Emperor. This new talk, not too far removed from the original Ming the Merciless from the 30s. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, but there's a reason why they waited until 1980 to make that movie. Special effects? No. Wait for time to catch up? <laughs> okay, fine. You can believe that, Travis. <laughs> by the technology of my time. You can go home, believe that, whatever. Well, yeah, because look at it. All these superhero movies, all these, like, they got made in the, they got made, like, in the late 30s. 
to like let's say TV stopped at like in the fifties. They didn't start getting made again until the late seventies. As soon as we got like actual special effects, because well, no one cared about Wars, TV like, yeah, anymore. Star Wars showed everybody like, well, hey, you can do this. Star Wars created special effects. Yeah, you know, like plain and simple. Fucking Brits. At least this, this type of special effect. Yeah, yeah, they they made it all possible. They made it. I mean, and they did it all practical too. I mean, anybody can build models. Obviously, we've seen they don't do it as well as Star Wars, but. Yeah. Anybody can build a model and hang it up by a fish wire and shoot it. That you can do. I can do that in my basement. I don't have a basement. Uh, anyhow, uh, <laughs> two person or fish wire or models. But keep going. <laughs> but I could. I have a camera. Uh, so a Flash Gordon. Yeah, I mean, it would help to see the whole movie. I came in kind of like halfway. It would in. help. It would. But watching it, like the first thing, like when I came into this film, the first thing I noticed was like the. The video quality, like the the framing and everything about it, the colors, like really, really top notch. I mean, especially for the time, you know. I mean, we get we fall into this whole '80s kind of well VHS. You know, I mean, most of the movies that I remember from the '80s were from watching it on VHS, and now we're into this time period where everything's being re-released on Blu-ray, and it's a lot of times it's like watching it for the first time. Yeah. Like this is my first time watching this film, but the like they clean it up so well. Like you, you know, it could be a movie that was minus you know the acting and some of the special <laughs> effects and the overall. I see some things, acting but, like that nowadays. It's but, very yeah. No, I mean <laughs> that could the, be common. The look of the film could be, you know, from this from today. But uh, so that was really cool. That was nice to see because. Going into Flash Gordon, I was thinking it was, it was going to be more like that, you know, like Dolomite. Like we watched Dolomite, mm-hmm. and it's you know you see all the film grain, and sometimes I like that, but you you see all the 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 junk and the artifacts and everything like that just goes into. I don't know if it's a film stock that they shot with or just not handling the negative properly or what, but like their only copy of that film is all you know. It's all shitified, and this film looks like brilliant. You know, I mean, it's clear, it's super colorful. You know how much that cost to get it to look like that? I think I read that it was like ten grand or something. No, it was, was two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. It's one of those things where like it takes time, and they go through, and the computer like yeah. identifies all the dirt, and it takes an actual it. guy yeah. going through like fr- almost frame by frame. In some in some cases, to take yeah. shit out. So that's been lovingly restored. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's a testament to the to the film um, being this cult classic. I think it really is. It's a it's a nineteen eighties. Even I would say it's a nineteen seventies style. Yeah, it's one of those made on the cusp. The Dirty Dozen, Class of the Titans. These are all made on that cusp of like movies don't look like that anymore. Who did you work with? <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it's that. Made good? At, did it do good at the box office, or was it? Who knows? I have no idea. I really don't. I got but bad it, Flash Gordon intel. It definitely, it definitely made good over the cult. You know, yeah, over the years following. For sure. And for that, I think it's, I think because, it's worth because Flash Gordon to this day has comic books still hitting the racks. Yeah, every I mean, month. I mean, Flash Gordon. I mean, it's funny. You know, you call something a cult classic usually when it only does have that tie, but it's like. Since 1934, Flash Gordon, comics, movies, cartoon shows. You know, even if there's like a few years gap or even five or ten years, hey, as long as you keep going, dude. 
Right. I mean, I've never seen this film, but I know Flash Gordon as a household name just based on. Yeah, I do too. Uh, how much of this? I've never on, seen this movie. Well, I, Defend- know much I know based Flash Gordon. Well, Defenders of the Earth. Flash Gordon was in the Defenders of the Earth cartoon show from King's uh, Syndicate in the '80s with uh, the Phantom and Mandrake. That was like '80s. Shit, I'm gonna fuck it up. Like '88 or '87 ish. Well, so they were a little introduced in our, you know, recent recent past, I guess. Yeah, and but I mean, Colin, you say the music. Like, uh, yeah, the music it does play into that a little bit, but even. I was like, what's this music from? It's from a movie called Flash Gordon. What's the movie? Now I gotta go check that out. And, like, the two things feed off each other. They do, yeah. They're both, like, cult items. It's, yeah. That's weird. That's actually kind of weird. It's the music and the... Almost exist independently of each other, but well, coexist. Because the yeah. soundtrack has has audio clips from the movie throughout it. So, I mean, you cannot even watch the movie, listen to the soundtrack, and you will get the basic story. It's awesome. I love the soundtrack. It is so great. Mm. It's a perpetual motion machine. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. <laughs> the, the, the two of them are feeding off of each other and existing forever and ever. And for that, I say, watch this movie. Start it from the beginning. Don't be like Brent. Start from the beginning. <laughs> so watch it from the beginning. Watch all the way through. I'm going to now... I'm recommending it to myself. <laughs> Look at that. A first. Yes, Tom. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I picked this movie because I've never seen it. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to... It's a movie that I always wanted to see. And, you know, I wasn't quite sure whether I'd, like, want to watch it on my own. You know? And so I'm kind of like... Bring it because it's like you know. Do I want to spend my own time watching it, or do I want to watch it with a group of people? And uh, um, I was quite uh, quite pleased by it. I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I, I would probably actually have watched this on my own. It seems like something that'd be right up your alley. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never seen yeah. it. And it's, it's it's quite sad that I've never seen it, but now I, I'm glad that I've seen it. Um, Are you going to go seek it out and buy purchase a copy so you can watch it every year on Flash Gordon Day? On Flash Gordon Day. Uh, <laughs> I think it's worth watching by yourself. I think you'll get more out of it watching it by yourself. Like those time jumps and all the shit we're talking you'll, you'll be like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. It's totally there, dude. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was. It was. It was. You know, like yeah. I mean, the, the, the soundtrack. Um, you know, I think. I think it fills in those gaps. Like now, I get kind of like the jokes from Family Guy. I get the jokes from Ted more. You know that that will play out. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to live in an era where all the jokes Pop are culture. made. But you have to go back and <laughs> fucking figure it out, and you don't know. Yeah. But now, yeah, seeing it, I mean, going yeah, back, I mean, like yeah. Family Guy is really, really a lot like that, um, <laughs> where it's like you know, a lot well, of yes, I mean, Seth MacFarlane, he's like that generation right above us, or at least Tom and myself and Colin for sure. <laughs> but you know, I mean, like where, where the jokes are, sure. like you know, I mean, it's it's more seventies oriented versus like. 80s. I think we're all more 80s pop culture, right? I mean, growing up, anyway. Yeah. Um, I didn't live in the 70s, so yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, it's... it's, um, Yeah, I'm glad I chose it, and I'm glad I had an opportunity to watch it. So I would... 
I would definitely um, definitely go out and, and watch this movie. It is it is a sci-fi cult classic. So if you're into sci-fi movies, you have to mark this on your list. Is this something that Andy Warhol would have considered pop art? Like it's a pop cares about Andy Warhol. As far as like a definition of an art, like an art film, you don't think of Flash Gordon as an art film by no. any stretch of the imagination. Why not? But no. under well, that's are, what I'm saying. There's under a lot the of elements Andy that Warhol, are artistic. Because yeah. I mean, just look at just look at the design of the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. in general. That's what I'm going yeah. for. The the idea that like a pop culture thing can be art. That's Andy Warhol came up with that. That's what I'm saying. Is like this a uh, pop art like uh, Frozen moment in. You know, uh, I mean, I, I kind of think so because an like, artifact. I don't know about this. It, it, I think it, the I think, original. I think, I think bigger movies take that snapshot like, better than. This. I think Alex I mean, Raymond's original so work on Flash Gordon. Yeah, so, it is. It is. It's so specific. It is specific. It is unique. Yeah, because nobody's ripped it off. You don't see a bunch of shit like you know. That's I mean, aside from like you know stuff that's making fun of or alluding to Flash right. Gordon. You don't see anybody who's like you know taking designs from that and doing their own shit with it. Like Star Wars. Halo, whatever the fuck, you know, you see copies. You don't see copies of Flash Gordon, but at the same time, that's what makes it interesting. Now, looking at it 30-something-odd years later, is like it still looks like its own thing. It's like a frozen, you know, window into, like, But even at the time that it was made in the 1980s was still different than what was also, like, its contemporaries were Star Wars. Mm Mm-hmm. In Star and, Wars knockoffs, Alien, and Outland, they all have that dirty future. And know. this but, is when it came out is like more like what science fiction was like in the fifties. So it 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 was an eighties movie that's portraying science fiction in like the thirties. Yeah, it's 50s. like the Forbidden Zone. It's like looking at well, I would say the six early sixties. Yeah, but yeah, it's like looking at Forbidden Zone. You know, it's it's. Still, like, whatever. I mean, I don't want to say emulating, but... Because, I mean, like I said, it is for kids. They're making it like the Batman show. Tongue-in-cheek, all the colors, you know. I mean, it's not It's not that dirty Star Wars. It's not the dirty aliens, which the contemporaries were doing. Even, like, you know, like, Star Trek was kind of doing, like, even more, like, okay, more science fiction-y and, and stuff like that. So it's kind of like... This, to me, it's like the closest thing to like a fantasy where it's like, I'm a hero, I'm in space, and you know what? I'm going to use a fucking broadsword. Yeah, yeah. Well, sword and sorcery in space. Yeah. That's like the whole deal. I mean, that's where Star Wars gets its whole lightsaber. It's the effect of sword and sorcery in space. But as much as Star Wars was a... Uh, I don't know how much longer, but Yeah, but I mean, as much as Star Wars has a very distinct look, it's like, it seems like this also has like... I just think, look, which in some ways, in my mind, like right now as I'm thinking about it, like makes it... But I think back in the day, all... Like, I think we only fell into that copying production design in the past, like, 20 years. I think before the 90s, most fucking movies always went for their own design. They didn't do that, like, well, the robots in Matrix have 10 red eyes, so ours are going to have 10 red, right? Yeah, of course. That's what popular robots look like. That's today's thinking. I don't think they did that back in the day. Know, back in the day, it really was like you're making a movie. What's your vision? Yeah, but like, let me Star use my Wars fucking imagination. Like every fucking movie. I mean, like, well, but those like, are the people just trying to make a buck off of Star Wars. I don't think Flash Gordon. I mean, just because someone's like this is the popular genre, I don't necessarily think 
everybody's of the mind of let's just rip off Star Wars. They're just saying no, this no, is no. the genre we have to focus yeah. on to make money. Right. right. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the distinction. That's, that's, that's the distinction. What makes this better. Right. Yeah. And this it does because this is pulling from something that already like it has those ideas and those themes that go through it. Like it's not just pulling something off the top of its head and like oh, it's not just saying let's rip off Star Wars. Yeah. It's saying here's something we want to make money st- like Star Wars did. Right. But we here's want to do something, something that's different. Right. And we actually made something different. Right. <laughs> different. It is different, it but it is in the, like it is in Star that Wars vein. Again. So we can yeah. like we can do this and yeah. it'll be popular. We know Star Wars is popular, so it'll be cool if it everybody uses junk spaceships now. That's what you know, it Stop went away that. from that kind of idea yeah. where everybody else went that way. This one said like, you know, we're gonna do something with like bright, crazy, colorful everybody's wearing shiny metal and you know, diamonds Samurais. and it's just yeah, it's crazy that way. Kind of cool. Uh, so that's cool. Flash, Gordon. That's Flash Gordon. Next week, it's my pick. Uh, next week, I'm going to take us to the Orient. Oh. And Muay Thai? Muay Thai? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Uh, fighting with the Protector Ooh, with shit. Tony Ja. Protector. New action superstar. That's right. Let's see him before uh, Protector 2 and Fast and Furious 7 comes out. Tony Ja. Holy the Protector. Shit. Yep. We're going to skip over Ongbach. One, two, and three. Okay. Protectors us. There we go. Next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, and you can get a hold of us, Saturday Night Freak Show, on uh, Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show, and all of our past episodes are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbay FM, and you can get them on our website, which is SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com. All together now, one, two, three. Flash! Ah! He's for every one of us!